Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about? That. All right, Joseph. It is June. Yeah, it's like June 7th. We're coming up on, I think, the summer solstice pretty soon. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So just to let anybody know, next week there will be no episode. Right. So um, all you diehard goats out there, you're just going to have to go back in our extensive library. Library, not library. <laughs> and look at past episodes. Uh, we got some good ones we talk about. Yeah. Robocop, They Live, lots of movies, lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Go back and hear some of us to talk, you know, go back uh, 100 episodes and listen to us talk and see what it didn't age well. Well, I think play that game, right? What what racist thing that Joseph's (laughs) (laughs) I I really regret that, that episode I did entirely in a super affected uh asian voice that was probably not the best yeah i thought that was odd and you know <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say something but i can't wait well, the it, first it, it it just was like natural that right point. after the first hour of doing it it just sort of i, I fell into the role um no I, I don't know i i would hope to think that that the episodes hold up well um, <laughs> in not that like, sense <laughs> not like revenge of the nerds or something no no we didn't have like an episode where we joked about roofing people and stuff i watched um, that recently with my son oh revenge of the nerds we, we watched yeah. revenge of the nerds and we also watched revenge of the nerds too <sighs> revenge of the nerds too is just like a not good like it's got some good parts but it's like it is a shittier movie like it's like all the charm that the first it is has. it's like Whoever made the second movie, I feel like, like whoever made the first movie, kind of knew what it was like to be a nerd or an actor. Yes, yeah. I feel like the second movie was like just have Booger try to rate people more. <laughs> like they stayed you know, at the Hotel Coral Essex. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his face is in it though? He's great, James Wong or his name. That guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. And he's had a big resurgence. It's like a thousand years old, but he's like. He was in that awesome um, everything always everywhere at once. I yes, think. yeah. I think uh, I think you're right though. The first the first Revenge of the Nerds, despite its many problems, there's a uh, lot of problems in the movie. There's some uh, scenes. Uh, there's some depiction of how women are treated is definitely oh uh, the whole thing. Well, yeah. But I will say if you can, if you're able to. Just pretend that those scenes don't exist in the movie. Right. There's one, it's got an amazing soundtrack, first of all. And yeah, it really does. It and I was talking to my I, we were talking about this, and I said, like, you know, you look back and you could say, like, oh, is the Lamar, is the Lamar character like a hideous stereotype of a gay person? And I would say, I don't know, like in some aspects, there is like some scenes but like overall like none of the character it's like the one thing and i was talking to my uh wife son about this i said that like they're all accepting of each yeah. other like the the jocks are all like white and they're assholes and the nerds are mixed race mixed 
yep. uh, sexual preference and everything like that. And they don't, they're not like ever pointing it out. Like the, the main nerds never make fun of Lamar for being, uh, uh, yeah. Like the only joke they ever make that sounds like they might be uh, insulting him about being gay was just like, it's the javelin toss where he had that weird oh God, javelin. Yeah. And he said something like, the one nerd says like, uh, the main one, the, the Carradine one, not the Anthony Edwards one or something. They're talking Lewis, about like how right? yeah, Lewis like designs like said like Lamar designed his uh his javelin to go with the way he holds his wrist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was <laughs> I mean like that's the only like insult to like and it's not an insult, it's looking at the positive. It's like I will say that yeah, despite it being very problematic that um the movie's that, 40 years old yeah well it was it was kind of unique in that like you could easily see uh a gay character being the nerd of the nerds meaning that all the nerds would have someone that they picked on you know like that that would just kind of be don't. the dynamic and they, they don't, don't do that they don't no, pick i mean on like any of, no one gets picked on they're all like they're all united not- in their effort to rape people yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no you're so, right I mean, the anthony I, edwards character does not rape anyone the other one he this well he yeah yeah there's no dodging i'm that. trying to like i'm trying to think there's a scene where like the main the sorority the main sorority girl who's dating yep. the main jock guy and she's really mean to the nerds too and yeah. like but I don't know. She's clearly something there, but then like he decides to go in disguise and dress up in the same outfit. I would say though to the woman, like how you would not think that that was the same person. Yeah, I mean, it's it is a movie. Um, It is a movie, and I guess she probably knew right away it wasn't uh, him. Yeah, at the gate because he went. Uh, Lewis, I think, or the other one. Yeah, I forget. it's uh, Lewis and Gilbert were the two. Maybe yeah, it was yeah. Gilbert. Yeah, he goes down on her. Yeah, and that's and the other guy would never do that. Yeah, it was and, just a weird. I mean, that's it, it was a <laughs> a weird thing. Um, what, I, a, I, what, I, a, what a what a champion for women's rights in that scene. <laughs> I will say that the when I saw the movie at the time. Uh, I was it was a long time ago, like you said, it was about 40 years ago. It and a, I remember four, so we're almost 40 year old movie at this point. Yeah. And I remember thinking, um, at the time, and this, this may show how bad things were at the time. I remember thinking at the time, like, well, this is like a pretty positive depiction of, of a gay person, meaning that, like, you're right, that that wasn't uh the the um focal point of like they don't derision treat the or character anything. like he's uh deficient yeah like yeah. there's like maybe one scene when like the lambda the the alpha betas like they're like the joke is they join like a very black fraternity yeah lambda guy, yeah. the main two people attend the party to see what they do with the party yeah it starts out really lame but like the one person's uh the lamar character says something about like he says like you know same-sex relationship or whatever and the one guy just kind of makes like a face and that's yeah, it. yeah. Like, there's no like it's I don't, it is, it, yeah, yeah well whatever i've seen other movies from that era where the gay character is like 
treated as a threat to someone's heterosexuality yeah. treated as like a deficient character treated like and i you know and looking back and watching this movie now i would say that this character is actually like for a 1984 movie yeah a gay person <laughs> like a yeah revolutionary character you know, it's funny. I was watching the other day. I was watching Beverly Hills Cop, the first. Oh, one. I'm sure that aged well. It, you know, it. It'll in a lot of ways it did, in a lot yeah. of ways it didn't. I will say I was struck by that that one scene where uh, Eddie Murphy goes, Axel Foley goes to talk to the art dealer, the Surge, the art dealer. Lots of by, yes. Yeah. And um, they never like come out and say that he's uh, gay, but he's like queer coded. Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, and it was kind of interesting because a the scene the scene comedy wise like it kind of held up. I mean, I was a little surprised. Uh, and b like the Eddie Murphy character who and Eddie Murphy had some really homophobic shit back then. Uh, Eddie Murphy's character Axel Foley just seemed more like bemused by this guy, in the sense that he's like a a a wealthy oddity you know what i mean like more of a beverly hills oddity than like oh well you're you're gay and different um i don't know at beverly hills top the, the bones of the movie is really good it's like a cool kind of yeah yeah well, so. like i said the the uh the scene revenge of nerds that definitely aged the worst is again like how the when they decide to go to the uh, sorority girls houses yeah and uh cameras, cameras and shit and i mean that's like them. it's really evasive and it's just yeah. kind of creepy i mean that would get you in prison for like yeah ever like it's today, just straight right? up <laughs> like committing a crime i was telling my son that i'm like they're literally committing a crime here yeah like, <laughs> right this, uh, you would go to prison for years and years and years if you did that like today. Well, like, remember that scene in ghostbusters and i always talk about this one scene when like Vakeman, the Bill Murray character, goes to yeah. Dan's house and he just happens to have like a syringe to like <laughs> knock her out and like yeah. it's super weird. And it's just like it's a little too casual. It's like I don't yes. think he knew that she was possessed at this point. It was no. just kind of like, hey, I always bring this just in case. <laughs> Never know. Yeah. yeah like, you know, some dudes will keep like a they had that like old condom in their wallet right for a long time and then there's like those other dudes that just walk around a syringe well there were yeah there were a lot of like <laughs> i think like the the plot of like i don't know 70 percent of the movies i watched as a as a teen young teen were kind of based around that premise that like you know like we're gonna look in peepholes we're gonna you <laughs> yeah. know invade porkies. people's privacy porkies um a lot of them were just like really grotesque. I mean, like you can easily see how, like, that mindset was a, a, a culture. But you know, that, that guy in Porky's pays a big price for the people. Yeah, he does get he yeah wiener in there, and then the gym teacher grabs grabs it, it pulling it. Will, like, will not let it go. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, it's a natural consequence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or, you know, jail. <laughs> right. Right. Sex, well, sexual predator list and everything. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. A lot of those. Hi, how are you doing? Fun. I just want to let you know I moved to the neighborhood. My name is blah, blah, blah. And right. I just want to let you know I was in the movie Revenge of the Nerds. I was in with the uh, sorority house. And that's yeah. what I wanted to do to tell everybody. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I guess they call it Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, it is kind of like a, a dark revenge <laughs> tale. It's like, yeah. yeah, that's why, you know, uh, well, it came out after Return of the Jedi, believe it or not, because that's right. Because remember, yeah, Revenge of the Jedi, but Lucas was like, no, Jedi's don't. Right. Revenge, right. they're the good guys. So it'd be the Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But the, the nerds are like, and he no, even puts like, up like a Darth Vader character in that scene in the, in the, Funhouse. Yeah, right. So, There's a lot of parallels there. The original title of that film, silly. yeah, I, the original title was "I Spit on Your Jock," um, and then they changed <laughs> that, you know, for a bunch of reasons. But, uh, <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's a movie that aged well too. I bet. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a you know, that was like a legendary film when I was a kid. Like you'd had you had to seek it out like that, and maybe zombie. The, the Zombie 2, that Fulciano movie. I don't think I've seen uh, that, but I remember real quick before we yeah. talk about what we're actually going to talk about, now that you brought up, I spit on your grave. Uh, the one thing I always liked about, well, the one thing, I've only seen it like once, and I sort of like, I don't know, like, I might have it on DVD. I don't even know. Oh, but I it 20 years ago. That's back in the day when I would just buy DVDs. I'd be like, oh, yeah. I'm movie. I would buy it. I never bought, watched it again. I'm like, what am I buying these for? I, I did a ton of that with VHS I have, tapes. Like, there's a good five years of like where I just have like so many movies, like foreign movies and like. Well, you could cool rent stuff. it from Blockbuster for eight bucks or buy it for seventeen. You yeah, know, it, it was like, getting so cheap that it was like, or there'd be like a sale, or they'd be like twelve dollars. Yeah. And it's like fuck, I'll just own it. And uh, but and I spit on your grave, you know, the plot of this woman gets like raped by these men and then she seeks revenge and kills them one by one. Right. But like the one guy of the group who's like a little slow. So oh yeah. And it gives him like a mer like kind of like a nice mercy kill, like a slow, right. like, oh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna murder you, but it's not gonna be as aggressive like I killed the other one. So I thought that was like. But that was nice of her. <laughs> One guy got like literally motorboated to death. Remember? Oh, that's right. Not like in a like in a no, not like that way. But the... he she was like, Yeah, do you want a motorboat? And he's like, Hell yeah. And then she took a outboard engine to a oh, motor, yeah, the actual motorboat. <laughs> yeah. And motorboat a couple of a pair of twin mercuries up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Well, anyway, okay, so we, we do have um we have current but yeah, what are we talking talk about, about this week? So we're gonna talk about early age movies. <laughs> we're gonna talk about a couple of um uh relatively recent pop culture stuff. The new season of I Think You Should Leave, um uh season three. Yeah. And uh the, the second season of Yellow Jackets, which uh we won't spend a ton of time on, but we'll kind of give a, a some reactions <laughs> to Yellow Jackets okay. season two. Um then we're talking about some current event stuff. We're going to talk about this uh, thing that happened in Glendale the other day at a school yeah, board meeting. Insane. Uh, Florida lawmakers realizing that um, their actions have consequences. Uh, maybe maybe some stuff with Pride Week and Target and the way stocks have been bouncing around. Uh, so it'll be kind of the second part of what we talk about. Uh, then we're going to talk about the current race, uh, mostly on the... Um, Republican side, but we're going to talk about some some you know significant Democratic players like RFK uh, and uh, and a few others like that. RFK, Colonel uh, Cornell West. Um, you mean Colonel West? Colonel it? West. Um, and then we're going to talk about uh, the the last part. Uh, we're going to do some uh, kind of odds and ends. We're going to talk about the guy from Bob's Burgers 
uh, getting getting arrested for insurrection. Um, yep, Jimmy Tucker, Johnson. Yeah, Tucker's new Twitter show uh, may be in oh. jeopardy of going off the air already, um, which will make it like uh, canceled quicker than Cop Rock, which would be funny. Um, <laughs> we're talking about this uh, UFO stuff. And um, Parker's uh, like, you can't cancel this. You know, like they would say that. Right. No, actually, <laughs> actually we can. you were canceled twice in three months. Um, and then we're talking about uh, the UFO, a bunch of UFO stuff in the news. Um, and then a GOP uh, chairwoman out of Georgia who is a legit straight up flat earther, um, which is a, that's a good way to end the show. Is that any so, but yeah. that's what we got. Yeah. All right. Cool. So before we get into that, though, yes, I want to talk real quick. Um, speaking of another old movie I watched, mm-hmm. but I think this movie aged perfectly. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense because the movie took place in the future. Mm-hmm. So I would hope that it would age well. I'm trying to think if we're at the year RoboCop. So I watched the other day. I couldn't find anything to watch. I was like, I need to watch something. I'm drawing. I want something on the background. Right. And I saw RoboCop was on like Amazon Prime. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch it. It's like an hour yeah. and a half. It's perfect. It's like a perfect hour and a half movie. And uh, I always enjoy it. So I threw it on. And every time I watch it, it's like I always find something like new. Like the newscast is great. It's like there's like this whole thing in the news where they're talking about like the presidents and like two presidents died because of like a meteor. <laughs> or there's like a crash in the space station oh, and therefore like a laser went off and that was like making fun of like ronald reagan's like star wars program at the yeah. time. and like a laser went off and it like destroyed a whole area of like santa barbara or whatever and like two ex-presidents lived there and the way the news is delivered is just so like they just read it and they're like and yeah. then go on to the next story like it's like you didn't just say that two former presidents were just disintegrated by a faulty laser. <laughs> that was the whole movie's great. Um, I looked it up when you were uh, when when you had said that, and it's supposed to take place in 2043. Oh wow! So we're not even at the year. No, and they filmed a decent amount of that here yep. in Dallas. Yep, deep uh, scenes like that. Yep. There's a character in the movie. I think I tell about this every time. His name's like, uh, let me see if I can find it. And he's like, as a kid, I found him to be the most scariest character in any movie I ever watched. Oh, that's right. Keva Rosenberg, unemployed person. It's right before <laughs> the, it's like the cops, one of the big plots is the cops are going to go on strike and then the cops yeah. strike and they're interviewing and they're like, hey, you know, it's a free country, man. And uh, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like as a kid, I'm like, this guy legitimately scared me because he was just like, he felt just a little too real, you know? Yeah. 209 kind of frightening but even as a kid i knew that 209 was just like a stop motion toy like a really well done stop motion toy yeah yeah awesome sound effects he yeah. can't hurt me he's not it or it whatever it is <laughs> it can't hurt me it's not a real kevin rosenberg mm. he seemed a little real he's like those muppets that like you know like you ever watched the old muppet show yeah yeah you remember in the beginning there's like these two Muppets that come out like in tuxes and they yes. Statler and Waldorf. No, 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 no. They're monster. There was like these weird monster Muppets that were clearly just people in suits. Like 
They were not. Oh puppets. yeah, I do remember that. Like, yeah, Sweetums was another yes. one. He was like that big barbarian. And there yes, that cat monster. But in the beginning, there's these two like slouching like yeah. muppets. I like, remember that. That walk in, they have tuxes. Those things scared the shit out of me as a kid. I found them so they were like, yeah, because I feel like they could come and get you. Yeah, them, them, and muppets. I don't mind. They were terrible. They were on par with Moominshans or whatever. Do you remember that? What (laughs) Moominshans? It was like a. What was that called? It was. It was a. It was like a a weird um, puppet mime act moominsh oh yeah yeah moominshans yeah, yeah go, go, like google moominshans would make the faces and the faces would talk and it was different hands god yeah uh, honestly just if you m-u-m-m-e-n i think S- we might have talked about this before because oh I know man I'm, I'm just looking at them now on google and they're terrifying they look like the Moomin villains shot was it moominshans m-u-m-m-e-n S C H A N Z. Oh, here we go. And they used to appear on like a lot of children's programs back in the day. Fucking terrifying. I mean, they look like they just look like modern serial killers or something. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. But these things were like yeah. I know, I know the ones monsters, and I always felt like any. I did not like free range Muppets. <laughs> right. So, but back to Robocop real quick. We get yeah. everything just there's a couple of cool things i noticed in the movie one of them um is uh well in the end of the movie when like jones spoilers for robocop 40 <laughs> yes. year old uh freaking 35 year old movie <laughs> right is revealed that Dick Jones, who was a dick from the beginning, but is revealed to be kind of like the mastermind where he basically has uh, the um, the dude from 70s show as the cop killer, basically yeah. like manipulating, making everything shitty, making everything so that OCP could come in and he could get his Ed 209 robots on there. And there's a scene where the cops are on strike and they're having like a board meeting. This is what for RoboCop comes in and kills him. And he he's unveiling his plan and he's saying, "What well, the cops on strike, I can get uh, Ed 209 on like every block. We can get this mm-hmm. ball rolling. And it makes me think of uh, the, uh, how, you know, the writer's strike that's going on right now. The, uh, like there's oh, yeah. like seriously guys, like CEOs or executives thinking like, how could we, replace writers with ai or reduce what writers do yeah so that we're not heavily relying on them and we can even claim an ownership and say like well technically you didn't write this the ai did you know what i mean and it just made me think of that watching robocop and the cops being on strike and like you know it's like the dumbasses you say stuff like Oh, you wanted a fifteen dollar minimum wage? Well, this is what happens. I like robots at McDonald's, and it's like we never got a fifteen dollar minimum wage. They're gonna put the robots in anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but I don't know. It just made me think about that. I thought that that's why that movie is like that. Now, compared to Avenger Nerds, I think RoboCop is oh yeah perfectly. Now, uh, no, I think it aged very well. Yeah, no, I think it aged well. Some some of those movies we talked about that. movies of that era a lot and some of them have like 
gotten even better. Like Starship Troopers is better today than it was. And that's 30 another years ago. one from uh Verhoven. Yeah. Uh we talked about Starship Troopers. And yep. I've you know, I have my theory, and I guess other people either heard the episode mm-hmm. of Starship of our so we put out an episode about Starship Troopers. I don't know. It was maybe like two years ago, three years yeah. ago. And I said my theory is that what we are watching is the actual propaganda video that uh, a soldier in that world would watch. Yeah, no, that because makes sense. The way it would, they would constantly break into these weird news things, and it would say. Would you like to know more? more? Would you like yeah. to know more? Would you like to know more? It's like you're not really watching a we're watching a movie, but we're really watching a propaganda video yeah. that takes place in that universe. They yeah. create like a bullshit love story and hero, you know, the hero's journey, like because he start he comes from a family that's against the war. And then he's like, yeah, the movie, he's a full-on soldier, and it's like and he's fully he embraces it and we're going to win. We're going to beat these bugs. You want to learn more? You know? It, yeah. That was a great movie. movie. But back to RoboCop, I was going to say, too, man, what's his face? Kurtwood Smith as Clarence, Clarence Boderick is one of the best villains. Oh, ever. yeah. Uh-huh. And, like, just hands down, one of the most nastiest villains. And, and he's so good at it. Mm-hmm. Love when you see him on screen. Like he's not same thing with like actually like all those guys. They're all good. All these bad guys. Ray Weiss is great as uh Paul McCrane. He's the one who turns into like the oh, yeah. monster. And then uh Jesse, he's Joe Cox. He's uh like they're so good at the, these bad guys in that movie. Yeah, like, it is a great uh, uh, it's a great cast of villains. Like any like superhero if you're anyone's making like a superhero movie or anything like right now they should really watch robocop <laughs> and they need to get someone who needs to be just like clarence broderick because yeah and then also funny. what's his face is great ronnie cox is dick jones he's fucking amazing yep. and uh yeah it's a great yeah it was a good I one i speaking of uh another good <laughs> uh, i think you should leave season three what did you think yeah. of it I look, I loved it. I love everything that guy does. Um, I will say, I th- and you and I talked a lot about this kind of over text over the week. Um, this, like, seasons one and two were better than season three, in my opinion. I think uh, <clears throat> season two is definitely the best one mm-hmm. because, and again, it's like, honestly, with any of these type of sketch shows, you really just need to have like a couple of really good sketches. Yeah that your show becomes memorable, you know? Yeah. It's like the state, I remember to this day. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. have, like, Doug. Doug. And, um, Barry and LeVon. The pudding skit. Yep, that was Barry and LeVon. Like, uh, yeah, like, there's Louis. just, you need, Louie, yeah, you just need, like, a, just a couple of good skits. And then, you, like, it's funny because you remember those, and sometimes you'll go back and rewatch the show, and you're like, yeah, half these skits suck. But you, right. You know what I mean? But you remember those really good ones. Like Mr. Show, though, I'll say that one's hands down almost perfect. We're going to talk about Mr. Show later, though, because that's yeah. uh, Jay Johnson. Yeah. Show. Um, he, I guess he was doing a sketch that day and didn't realize that. Right, right. <laughs> on January well, 6th. This, but, the new season of, 
Oh, I was going to say the new season, I'd say, I'll bet you there's a total, because some of the skits are really short. I'll bet you over, what are there, six episodes? Seven? I don't know, actually. No, I think it's like 12. I don't know that many. They're so quick. They go by, I mean, like like, 15 minutes long or something like that. Let me see. I, that might make sense because I'll bet you there is um I'll bet you there's about 50 skits on this. Uh yeah. Um I think yeah. Uh wait, hold on. Yeah. Tim Robinson is the 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 kind of the the voice the creator of the show. Um, well that one skit, man. No, nah, there's only six episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, it's weird. Sometimes it feels like it's hard to. So I watched. I watched them all like kind of back to back. It's hard. It was hard for me initially to kind of get a sense as to where they begin and end. But um, each oh, season, yeah. it, okay, this season there's one skit that's so fucking funny because I love. I it's the pay it forward skit. It's the one where yeah. he goes on, he goes and he orders like two or three things on the fast food lane. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, it's like a fast food line. He orders something and then he sees a guy behind him and he, well, he says to the woman, Hey, you know what? I'm going to pay for the guy behind me. Right. So could you, uh, yeah, you could, <laughs> you could ring that. So then he, he just, he gets to whatever he just, Darts as fast as he can to get behind the guy that he just paid for the pay it forward thing. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, 55 hamburgers, 55 cheeseburgers, 55 milkshakes, 55 fries, 55. He orders like $700 for the food. $680 or whatever. The guy's like, I'm not paying for He's like, you want to do? And then the lady behind does the same thing. 500 hamburgers, 600 <laughs> And it's like the funniest thing because you hear those stories about yeah. people, or people doing that at Starbucks. Let me tell you, if I was at a fucking place and someone did that, I would walk out. That happened yeah. to. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing. I'm not going to do this. No. <laughs> I don't continue it. That's happened to me once. I don't and it continue happened... it. You just say, "Hey, you just Thanks. made my day." Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not a. It's not fun. Like and then the guy's <laughs> like, "Wait, you were supposed to do?" I was. Yeah. No. Nice. So the um yeah, I mean like look, if you pay for the person behind you and they simply accept it, that's a real nice generous thing that makes their day. If you just pay for the person behind you, period, and you expect them to continue the chain, then it's just like roulette or something. And I don't like gambling. So Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like I like oh me, I just wanted a muffin. Thank you. Okay, yeah. cool. I have to pay for the person behind me. Oh, I have 12 Vente lattes. I mean, get the fuck out of here. See you later, buddy. And around here. <laughs> a free $3 muffin. I'm not paying 70 bucks for a no. fucking... You're liable to look behind you and see a fucking, like, family, Bradley family fighting vehicle. No, not like even seven that. Kids you just see someone and the guy pulls out, like, a list from the office. Like, yeah, fuck me. that. Anyway, that skit was hilarious. I think my favorite one, I had a couple. I liked the the pig in a Nixon mask. I that thought was it was really good. Though, whatever that, like, he's, yeah. he's visualizing it, but then it, it is literally just a pig. But, like, yep. it's like this gross creature. I thought, like, so, this one, like, all, like, I feel weird saying this. I need to go back and watch seasons one and two. Um, this season, a lot of them seemed 
um like um uh, like almost even more bizarre i mean like a lot of them from before were pretty bizarre yeah like uh, other people like like actors you know yes playing like kind of his part that's then maybe that's it yeah like previously like getting it even weirder yeah previously all the other people would be normal and then you'd have the tim robinson character be the tim robinson character but in this season sometimes tim robinson is like the normal one and there's like another character playing the tim robinson character it, it was a little it was a little weird for me um uh, the other one is the dating show that one oh yeah so that was good. great what is it the zip line the zip line the guy He's who's like, just the there whole time at the, like everyone is like trying to get this woman and the whole time he literally is just on the zip line all day and he's trying to, he's trying to sabotage the other contestants he's like Car- carlos said your face looks like a clock <laughs> <laughs> yeah like he his intention he has no intention of being with this woman no. he just wants to be so he can use the zip line there's even a scene where he's like i just want to be alone forever <laughs> I just want to be... um that one was good the one there's like a whole bunch of good ones the, like the, the, the place driving. to propose to your uh, yep. to get married or whatever or to propose and it turns into like a weird uh, wrestling ring and stuff. Yeah, yeah that was that one. The the driving crooner was funny. The driving it, crooner is the funniest. It's probably, the, I would say that's definitely the funniest. Just from the visual of him making this business. <laughs> well, the whole thing is like he offers to take this guy home in the car. The yeah. guy's not even that drunk, and the right. guy like just regret. It's like the worst decision he could have made. Like he'd be better if he just took a cab or walked home. Yeah, or got the DUI or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Like he's doing the pumping. Like you see the side of the car. He's got like a, a hat and a cigar. Yeah, cigar on the window. He's trying to make it look like he's smoking it. It's just so bizarre. Like a lot of them, a lot of the. I was trying. I was talking to my dad about the show this morning, and. I, dad, I like, was saying, son, well, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> well, I was telling you, I was like, comedy is weird because, like, often when you describe something that was funny, it becomes less funny. You know, you like, you you destroy the comedy by kind of talking about it. But like, <clears throat> but this one is even more so because, like, even if you really accurately describe what happened, it's still like so much of it's physical, like his face, and so much of it's. Yeah, just like the awkwardness of it. I mean, it's it's just such a great show. Um, I can't believe like I literally watched the entire third season in an evening, and it wasn't well, even the like guy, a... oh, that's it. The guy debates he debates you, and then he just gets, oh, up, gets on his and phone, he's, like doing like a crossword puzzle. He's like, no, nope, I lost. I don't... He's yeah. like, no, you can't win because I refuse to respond. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, the whole thing was great. I mean, I look, my my wife hates this show, but she always laughs at it. You know, it's like it, you almost can't help but laugh at it. Um, I actually went, you had seen it before, but I had never seen his his sitcom from before, Detroiters. Yeah. Um, and that was great. I mean, I it, it's again. That's yeah, funny. It's a real specific it's time. Not, you see some of the weirdness thrown in. Yeah. It is like an odd like what is it there's like one episode where like they're attending the other his friend's party dad's party 
I don't know if you saw this one. And everyone, every like couple of minutes, they break out and start dancing on the dance floor. Like, it, yeah. like a routine. And it, it like it it doesn't matter. Like they just have to stop and they and they start they're like dancing. Like the, like it's the funniest yeah. thing. It, it it happens like five times in the episode. That's like one of the only things I really remember about that show. Yeah. I think I guess that's a good good way of like selling it to someone is like everyone likes funny things you know like I, I can't imagine anyone not liking some comedy and like this is like a really unique type of comedy and if you like it you'll love it you know and even if you don't like it it's kind of interesting to think of like well why why do other people think this is funny or why don't I think this is funny it's just it's like a really it's kind of like a really thought experiment type of approach to comedy so yeah it's well, like I said I think even if you didn't even like the season or whatever, hands down, the skit with the the pay it forward at the fast food is That's good. Because, like I said, to me, that is possibly the worst thing. I just uh, and it's yeah. not because like, oh, I'm generous. I'm not generous. It's like no, I just don't want to participate in some weird, like, awkward social experiment. Like, yeah. At a corporate, I think, at a fucking corporate place, you know what I mean? Like, I think you're right. That that skit would be, it could show up on Saturday Night Live. It's like accessible enough to be funny to anyone. Well, like I think I, I would show that. I would gladly show that one to anyone because I just think like, like yeah. the other skits are always like they're just so weird. At least this one, like, do you remember the one where it was, people because it like it's almost like a real life situation. Do you remember the one where he was feeding, he was playing an egg video game while his office worker, while his office mates were trying to talk to him? No. He was, he, it's a, a like an old, old black and white video game. And he's just like fucking around on his computer. And he's like, the idea is you need to feed eggs to an egg. And then the egg like takes off its pants. And <coughs> the guys, the whole, it's just like, it's again, it's, you can't really explain why it's funny. Um, and at the end, the guy's like, well, you can't look at porn at work. And Tim Robinson's like, well, you should be able to look at a little porn at work, right? Like, it's just like so bizarre. That's the kind of skit that I think not a ton of people are going to find as funny. But if you really do like it, you're going to like it a whole yeah. lot. So anyway. I, I said also season two, Corn Cop TV. Oh. That skit is so the noise, the constant <laughs> Bodies rolling out, the collapsing. <laughs> so everything about it is totally insane. It just starts out like, "Hey, we're trying to save this channel. Your provider's gonna remove it," and then it just zooms into like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, so great. And, that, and that same episode has the prank show, where it oh, starts yeah. out again, like, "Hey, we're gonna go up to people and like mess with them at the mall. Let's do this." And he's putting on the makeup, and later on, he's just like. Got too much shit on me. I actually drew a picture of that. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was great. Um, you can see that yeah. on my Instagram, Rob Israel. Yeah, in case anyone's listening to this. <laughs> well, season season two was probably the better of the 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 best of the three. But yeah. Uh, All right. Well, speaking of season two. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow Jackets just ended. Yeah. What do you think of it? I I would say. I don't know, B minus. I mean, like, it's one of those shows where I'm glad I watched it. I don't feel like I wasted my time. Um, I'm glad it's on TV. I like, yeah. I think this is a fun show, you know. Fun. <laughs> well, 
up show. But... I'm glad it, I'm glad it's on, but like I didn't love it. I didn't think that like it advanced the story in a way that was like, oh well, this this paid off my nine hours of watching this show, you know. Um it, it, I don't know. I mean, like I we were talking before before we started recording. I know a lot of things happened. I mean, I I I get that we got a lot of new information, a lot of big things happened, but like I still can't help but feel like we aren't that far further than when season one ended. Well, I you mean, know what I mean? A couple of big things that happened. And yeah. like, okay, what spoilers, uh, there's a major death in the end of the season. Uh, one of the main characters mm-hmm. dies. She gets killed. Uh, how does she die again? Misty killer? No, right? With a needle, right? The yeah. um yeah. What was it an accident? Misty went to to legitimately kill her, and then one of the other characters got involved. I think it was like it worked out to be an accident, but like the intention to kill her was still there. Um well, Jeez. weren't they trying to kill the other one or something? They were playing that game and they were trying to kill uh, well, the cast. Well, c- c- the daughter shot, what's her name? Lottie, Lottie? is it? Yeah. yeah. And then. Like, well, they, they do this weird thing, which they kind of did in the past, where they draw a straw and basically it's like, yeah, we're going to hunt you and kill you and eat you. Yeah, so, the, the, the Queen of Hearts. Yeah. So then the, they kind of redo that again in the end with the. There's how many of them now? Six. Six. Six of them in the end. It's the four from the first, four adults in the first season. Then you find out Lottie's still alive and that, um, uh, where is it? Teen is, oh, Van. Van. Sorry, that's right. Teen. Uh, Van played by, uh, I forgot her name, but she was, uh, Lauren Ambrose. She was famous for like six feet under. Yo, yeah, yeah. Good. I thought that was good casting. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah, that was fine. Um, they have red hair. <laughs> it works. Even though I think the other one's like sure. sure, whatever. She's not there, so can't compare the two. Um, so the six of them are there. They're on like the compound. There's like a whole plot where like they Lottie basically like started a weird like cult. Yeah, of. pretty much. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's like self-help bullshit, whatever, new age guru, but it's really just a cult. Like even the locals in the neighborhood, like when the uh what's her face is with Van uh Ty- Tysa, is that what you're saying? Yeah, uh Tysa. Uh and they're like, or maybe oh no, that's not it. It was uh it was what's her face's character. Uh Misty was with they were trying to get information and she said, I want to see you know, where's the cult or whatever? She's like yeah. <laughs> And the woman, and the, even the people in the farmer's market, and they're like, yeah, they're a cult. And she's like, yeah. yeah, they're not here. They're usually here. They don't have their boots <laughs> set up. I thought that was kind of funny. But yeah. they're all together, and they decide, like, the only way to fix thing is, like, as if there's this, like, there's this, uh, you know, it gets into, like, weirdness of, like, is there some kind of spirit or something? Right, that's the thing. Natural. Is it... Is the there body some is like legit, like just legitimately like a schizophrenic? Yeah, yeah. She know? has like a thought disorder or something. There's people who who are fucked up permanently from having to eat people and be stranded for a year and a half when in yeah. their, uh when they were like 
becoming young women basically like yeah totally destroying their the beginning of their lives uh and it's uh they have like this weird thing where they have to, they like redo the ritual and what's her face ends up getting picked the shauna character played by uh melanie linsky the main yep. she's like wait we're serious about this you know they start chasing her but her daughter shows up with a gun and I don't know. I feel like the other ones were not going to take it seriously. They were just trying to like they were yeah, trying to like just placate body until they can like figure shit out. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, like I can't. I know she wound up getting uh, popped, but I know she got shot by the daughter and like in the shoulder or something. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the Juliette Lewis character, uh, Natalie. Um, I don't think she would have gone through with it per se. Uh, I don't know. Well, she, that... You find out she was the one that was chased in the past. Yeah, and the the main guy's like brother ends up drowning. Misty, it's interesting. Misty saves her life and says, "Let him drown because then they won't kill right. you." They let Javi, I think his name was. She's like legitimately saves her life in that scene. And, well, like, and it makes a lot of sense like too Javi because died, unfortunately. you see last season in the present day, Misty kind of taking a I'll take care of you role towards Natalie, Juliette Lewis's character. Yeah. I mean, it it, may, it actually made a lot of sense in that way. But, um, and so, yeah, I mean, like there, you're right. A lot of things did happen, but like. <laughs> the girl dies in the first season. They end up eating her because. Yeah. She ends up getting like slow roasted. It's like so gross. Like they bury her, but like the fire and the rain or the yeah. everything goes on fire. But she, because of that, her skin, she just became like the literally became like a honey bag. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, it was like almost like uh when uh in the when Seinfeld when Kramer Got, yeah, the turkey water himself, and then he got uh, he went on tan too long, so he got cooked. And Newman started to get yeah. the Kramer as a chicken leg, kind of yeah. almost like the same vibe. Yeah, no, it's just similar. I mean, one he was more like lighthearted a, like a than the other. You see, hanging like in a like, oh. a, like I'm not even kidding, it was, uh, it was like mm. there was just like a wax figure or something, yeah. Pulled pork. It was so gross. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know. uh, Elijah Woods, a character that gets introduced, Mm -hmm. kind of becomes like Misty's like sort of boyfriend. Uh, Yeah. And he's kooky as well because he's part of that weird little like Inspector Gadget club. Yeah. All those people are weird because you met one of them in the last season too, and that person was weird. Yeah, I will say like more than anything, and I and we've talked about this before, and and I'm not saying this is a great comparison, but the show reminds me a lot of the best parts of Desperate Housewives. Uh, and yeah. well, Desperate Housewives, the first season was great. I, yeah. Back then, I'm I'm sure it probably hasn't held up well, but um, season one was fantastic, and then season two, it's like. Season one had like a very focused, yes, and it like had a beginning, and middle, and end. Yeah, so just in case, like, didn't get renewed, at least had like a very solid season. 
And then right. everything else was just stupid after that. It got real stupid. But um, I would say that, like, this plot, I, it, you were saying you could see it going three or four seasons. And I think that's about right. Like, I, I, I If they said that they're only doing one more season, I yeah. would be fine with that. I mean, like, I just think at some point, like, we're already, like, a year into, like, the girls being stranded when they're younger. And mm-hmm. I guess we were told it, they were basically stranded for like a year and a half. So, uh, yeah, like 19, like, you're right, 19 months they, or so. They would just be dragging this shit out. And also, it's like, where does this show go? Like, that was the only issue right. I had the season was I felt like, especially like the first couple episodes, just felt like I don't really know. Like, they're trying to resolve stuff from the last season. And, but like, it took a while for I feel like the show to really. It's I'm more in the modern time, like the yeah. past, you know, we know they're stranded and everything like that. But like the modern days, it's like, where's this going? You know? I had a lot of difficulty starting this season because I and look, I I watched the whole first season, like binged it kind of as I, I didn't catch on to it until it was almost done. So I, I watched a lot of it all at once. Um, and I had forgotten a lot of the details. It really, I had like get on Wikipedia and start looking up characters and it took me a little while to, to get caught up to speed. Um, and I, like I said, I liked the show. I, I paid attention to it. It, it shouldn't have, I feel like if I had to struggle to catch up that other people probably did too. So. Mm. Yeah. I, I just think, yeah, I think like it, like I like the characters and everything like that. I feel like of them killing like one of the main characters. Like I could see this just being like one season. Yeah. The end of the season, like, obviously, it's like a stupid cliffhanger because we know the girls survive and everything. But basically, their cabin gets burnt down by the coach. Yeah. Uh, spoilers <laughs> for the the cabin get gets he throughout the season he has these like weird flashbacks where he but like he's like hallucinating. This is the the coach who lost his leg. Uh, you know, you yeah, all about him. Like Misty was like obsessed with him in the first season, and then like it was great too. Like in the he was gonna like kill himself or something, and Misty's like, if you do that, I'll tell everybody that yeah. you like with me and all that. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> but I, I I forgot what happens that he doesn't kill himself. Uh, do you remember like what stops him from? Yeah, um, it was Misty that. Uh... Did she convince him to stay? In the- I, that is a good question. Um, I think Misty just kind of coached him, coaxed him back to like sticking around. Yeah. If I remember right. Yeah. I mean, like, because I, I remember Misty's such a great character. She's like really, really fun. Every, anytime she's on screen, I'm like immediately interested in what she's going to do. She's yeah. really like the Poochie of, of this <laughs> show. Uh, she's. <laughs> Even when she's not on screen, I'm like, "Where's Miss? What is Misty doing? What is why? Why is she?" So anyway, it's good. I, I'm looking forward to season three. Um, uh, and I I do kind of hope that they make it like a breakneck speed race to the finish, three and done. I think that'd probably be a good um, good decision. Yeah, I think like one more season. Uh, I do like. I guess it though. Like the one thing they even though like they're struggling, they don't have food really. They're like end up doing cannibalism, but they always they had that like the cabin to like survive the winter at least. Yeah, and, right. Like even if it wasn't perfect. It's like they had some shelter, and now the coach like destroyed right. it. Yeah. And, 
I don't know. I always like wonder if the show is going to turn into like some weird lost thing where we'll be introduced to like other survivors or people that live in the woods or some shit because the the brother the brother who ends up dying uh Mm -hmm. there's two brothers the older one you find out killed himself in season one it was he did kill himself right didn't he hang himself or something yeah it was like juliet lewis's boyfriend but like his brother like um J- Javi, he like vanishes, and we just assume he's dead. And they even they even tell uh, uh, Travis that your brother's dead and everything. Yeah, and but then you find out he's alive, and they don't really reveal like how he survived. Um, I guess he lived in yeah. a or something, but he kind of insinuated there was something else. That's how he was able to survive. That could be an interesting for season three. Is yeah, uh, that. To me, it would be the way to keep the show going, like another season two, is if you find out, like, there was, it gets a little more uh, complex. But right. again, like, does it get, like, a little too weird then? Because then it's like, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I mean, they've hinted around at supernatural stuff. Season one had a lot more lost vibes, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, like, if there's any of the younger characters that, I would care to find out they were alive as adults, but I think like pretty much all the main ca- like there's a bunch of like there's a couple of like girls theft that they haven't like made them really into like interesting characters. Right. At all. There's like maybe one or two that could maybe work as adults. Like, but I'm wondering if it'll be revealed the coach is still alive. That, that would be yeah. That would be uh, interesting, being that he tried to. You know, that would be a game changer. Uh, you know, burn them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, they they could do a lot. There's a lot of because uh, um, I lot feel of like if they were going to kill the coach off, they would have already killed him off this season. Yeah, so I feel like it'll be revealed that the coach is one of the survivors and that he's still alive. And yeah. I think that could be interesting. Yeah, we will see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm trying to think though, like, if there's any other characters that are like worth. I mean, they could they could make it that way. I think yeah. um, they could also. I mean, like honestly, they could um, they could do a lost style thing where there's a character uh, that we that was presumed to be dead, you know, that we yeah. haven't ever seen yet, and is revealed later to be a survivor. You like know? the girl who exploded in the airplane. <laughs> well, there could be like you know they, they a lot of people died in the the process. It could be like, oh well, they, maybe they didn't account for everybody. Maybe there was a, a hunter that like rescued a girl. You know, I mean, I think we would have heard about that and right uh, by now. But like, I mean, they could finagle it somehow. So yeah, but yeah. we'll see. I don't know where the show goes from there. So uh, yeah. the way it is now, and everything that I'd be fine if they get one last season just to wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, I, I agree. If they come up with something interesting, then good. But I feel like if they don't come up with something interesting. I think it'll really hurt the show. Like, I feel like that's it. It's like either you go in, making the third season finale, or you've got something compelling that allows the show to go on another couple more seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they're smart, I think like a lot of these people are are either accomplished actors or up and coming. They should plan for a, a definitive end to season three and then just call it a day. 
you know, there's other shows to be made. They can do a Christmas reunion like they do. Yeah, Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. It's a Christmas special for Gillen Jackets. Right. We get together and and cook a cook a survivor. And they could no, they it's like an improv thing because then it's like they got the younger versions interacting with the older versions. Oh, that'd be great. Really stupid. I'd watch it. (laughs) Awful. uh, uh, Jumping the shark moment. Oh, well. All right. Well, I guess we can switch now to the current events. Um, uh, The first thing we're going to talk about is this this, a protest is what they were calling it in Glendale. Protest. Yeah, that's what I would call that. I I saw that you salt is what I would call it. I'd seen that kind of on Twitter. And then you you were the one who's who sent me uh a tweet kind of and it was the phrasing of the headline just really pissed me off and it wasn't a bad uh if i remember right that the guy who wrote the headline was sympathetic towards the good guys but um it said like anti lgbtq protesters clash with yeah something like that clash with stop calling these fuckers activists they're not activists they're like activists are people who uh like try to improve people's lives and try to like, yeah. well, good it, cause i like i they might not like, even call like laura loomer a, a right-wing activist and i'm like no she's a fucking just a a muslim like a bigot against muslim people like well i yeah like, activist i could see i mean like activists i mean i could see there being like um more like a hack to this like you could say like people that do 4-h club uh probably also support gun rights and they're activists i mean they're not out there like they're not out there working against people they're working for their little thing you know um i think that's the big difference to me is that like if you are advocating for something like i'm advocating for uh, my kid's right to receive a free and appropriate public education, or I'm advocating for my right to. But once you start advocating to take away someone else's rights, then you're no longer an activist. You're, um, you're, um, yeah, you're a bigot. You're like a, a terrorist. I mean, at that point, I don't well, know. a lot of them are like, it, look, these people, a lot of them, from what I understand, didn't live in Glendale. Um, and so there's a showed... school board meeting, and they were like, "Are we gonna recognize June as Pride Month?" Yeah. And like, of course, all these psychos show up, and the, like they all claim that like, well, LGBT people are pedophiles and all shit. And yeah, like you said, half these people like, who knows if they have kids that, or they even live in the same fucking district or anything. Yeah, I mean, I get like I I've always believed, even if you don't have any kids in the school, but you live in the district, you got a stake in the school because you pay taxes on the school. You can show yeah. up and voice your opinion or whatever. Plus, in a perfect world, those kids are going to be like if my school, like if a if a local school was not turning out good graduates, like kids that couldn't read. Everybody in the community should be pissed about that because you're going to have you're not going to have a, a decent city in like thirty years. Nobody can fucking read. But like people that don't live in the district, they they ain't got no business there. They're fucking showing up and they're they're literally starting fights and that's terror. That's it's it 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 prevents like if you have a a kid who's gay or trans or whatever and you see that shit, the goal of that is to terrify you into not going to advocate for your child. Yeah. That's terrorism. That's what it is. I mean, it doesn't have to be a bomb or a, a 
you know, I saw videos of this. These people were like straight up like attacking people. There was one yeah. person like, beating up a woman, like a small lady. Like it was ridiculous. Like this is like straight up. Like it looked like Charlottesville. Like it and, looked crazy. Yeah. It, and again, I'm like, I'm watching them. Like this is all triggered by right wing media, right wing politicians, bullshit on the internet, like just spreading this lie yeah. and. and that like you know it's like fucking tim pool like uh fucking what did he tweet let me see if i can find it guy's a garbage can he has a piece of shit like he's a straight up like absolute garbage can uh where let me see oh tim pool if you're a dad and apolitical and you get angry that pedophiles are trying to groom your kids then you're a far-right extremist well are they like you're accusing a whole group of people of being pedophiles, but yeah. do they say the same thing about like the Catholic church or like every no. day there's another one of these scumbags you find out yep. are like legit pedophiles. Like I'm talking about the, like the right wingers and stuff like that. Like the other day I posted a thing and it was like Patriot front, like someone, a member of Patriot front, like some, which is like a, those creeps that show up with the, the faces. Yeah. Up, and wear like khaki and Navy or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> The guy like was arrested and everything for being like basically a pedophile. And I said that these patron front meetings are really just like a honey trap to capture like right. sex, uh, sex past and pedophiles. <laughs> but it's it's gross because it's like they're they attack the LGBT community and calling them like child abuse and all this stuff. And it what it's doing too, besides you know, one to like totally just. I don't even know, like just slandering somebody, yeah. fucking one of the worst crimes out there. And they're also devaluing that crime. Like, yeah. When you say like calling things a groomer or like saying this type of shit, you are totally devaluing. Yeah, that's a good point. You really are. And it, and then, like I said, it's like, it's interesting. It's like, is that intentional? Because all these like scumbags, you find out these QAnon people are like, they're all like on sex fender lists and shit. And like I said, the Matt Walsh, there's a great uh, tweet from like, this guy's such a fucking creep. He's one of the guys who uh, pushed, he has that like, what is a woman documentary yeah. on the Daily Wire. Right. Uh, and uh, there was a tweet that resurfaced. Let me see if I can find it. It's pretty, it's kind of funny. I remember this. It's I don't not remember. Funny. I said that this guy will be in jail in like uh in like a couple of years. Uh, hold on, where are you? 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 Hold on, where are you? Damn Twitter. Yeah, he he is always he's had like a little gray area when it comes to age of consent. Uh, oh, here we go. I said, but this is tweets from like. Uh, I don't know. It's not recent or whatever because the pedophile scandal in the Catholic Church is not a pedophile scandal. The vast majority of victims are post-pubescent teens and young men. Right. The real problem in the church that everyone sees and few will say out loud, gay priests. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the problem. First of all, so he's basically, this thing is just a word salad of fucked up shit. He's basically like trying to devalue these people's like the uh, the harm that was put on these people yeah. saying oh you're old enough and then saying basically that all gay people are pedophiles 
Yeah. And I, I mean, like, that's ridiculous because I'll bet you, and, and look, I don't have any core statistics on this. And look, maybe, maybe in the Catholic church there, they do skew uh, more towards homosexual relationships. Uh, but that, that is not a truism. Like the Pentecostal church has a huge youth pastor pedophile problem that doesn't involve and that's a know, that's not a church that requires no. their clergy to be celibate right? and it's basically like 25 year old youth pastors banging 16 year old girls you know that's it's that's yeah. not i remember that, when i was a kid there was a teacher this woman um she was like a teacher and something i forgot i wasn't in her classes but her son who also went to the temple i went to he was older, obviously, but mm-hmm. he, he was like kind of like whatever youth pastor would be. Okay. And he would have, I remember finding this, I was like maybe like 12 or 13 at the time, and I was like, yeah, he does this thing where all the kids come over his house and can hang out. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that sounds like it could be so cool. I was like maybe like 10 or 11. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, thankfully, I never got a chance to attend that because I, one year, was the last year yeah getting arrested i'll bet right uh but i just remember that as a kid it's like that's so funny right like yeah he's cool man he's like he's like yep. fun to be around it'd be cool to go to this guy's house <laughs> and play king oilis of the sea in the bathtub <laughs> from the different strokes <laughs> episode that's the bike shop yeah yeah i remember that Fuck. um, um yeah, yeah, so, I don't, yeah, you're right. That's always like the you, you always hear about that, the like youth pastors and shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with being, I'm sure there are some, uh, you know, closeted or repressed gay priests that have done stuff like this. I'm sure that's happened, but like you're you're conflating a bunch of different things. And uh, anyway, you're 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 attacking like, well, regardless, these people never attack the catholic church they never attack religious institutions they always go after like you know they're going after like something silly like uh you know drag tween story hour or something it's like well people just enjoying themselves like there's a video of these kids in a school oh yeah i saw that yeah walking through a rainbow and they're having fun it looks like it's fun it's like a school's gonna be over in a couple weeks anyway in this area and all these people like treating it like as if it's the worst thing ever i'm like they look like they're having a good time what the fuck like well it's too it happens too like it's not uncommon where if um a kid like this happened like this is frequent if a kid has like leukemia or a certain type of cancer then the school will do like a brief thing like hey kids this is what leukemia is and it's you know x y and z and then they have like a they certainly don't celebrate leukemia but they'll have like some sort of activity (laughs) Or or they'll have things where it's like, hey, you know, maybe you notice that Tim's dad isn't here. It's because Tim's dad's serving overseas in the military. And let's have an event where, you know, other people, you know, fulfill the role of Tim's dad briefly, you know. Um, and it's not uncommon for like, hey, you might have noticed this kid uh, has two moms and that's perfectly OK. And, you know, I mean, like sometimes schools do function in that learning capacity. Um yeah, I don't know. I I will say the one thing I'm grateful for, and I don't, this is kind of a fucked up way of saying it, but like it started with these freaks 
talking about super extreme rare things like we're just concerned about you know people doing surgery on four-year-olds and, and it started out where you're like okay that's not happening but i could see how if you thought it was happening that would be concerning you know um and now they're just like no we hate gay people yeah, and i'm, I'm really, glad I mean, it's like the same thing with the like oh we're really concerned about the unfair advantage that a yeah, no. and woman now they're to get the trans uh, a cisgender woman in uh in yes uh, yeah professional female curling and, yeah, uh, <laughs> well, exactly. That's and and like the broom and that thing. Curling. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're... And it's like, really, are you really that concerned? And then it's like, no, that was bullshit. They just use that to sucker in everyday normal people who are like, who, and they were, fuck, even like South Park did an episode where they were literally pushing that bullshit where they had a yeah. guy who looked like Macho Man Randy Savage and he's like, I'm a woman now. And it's like the, and I was like, this is this. I hate that show. I'm like, well, this is yeah, that this bullshit. Show. This is that fucking bullshit. And it's like, it's not funny. Like, people believe that crap. And then it turns into like, I think we should send them to a death camp. And you're, and you're like, wait, what? Right. Well, <laughs> that's where it leads to. And it and it's like, because it was always disingenuous. You always gotta look at the source. Look at the people that are complaining. Really, you think Joe Rogan really gives a fuck about female yeah, sports? You think right. or Tom Cotton or any of these other chuds. No, it's no, just a, they don't give a fuck. They don't they want to take away women's rights in any way. It's they a can. meme that they can latch on to and maybe yeah. get a few votes or some money. And it's a way to get it's like the same thing. It's like how uh the Glenn Youngkins win in Virginia. Yeah, hey, aren't you tired of your kid wearing a mask in school? I am uh fuck it, I'm gonna vote for well, him. It's like, no, dude, he's the fucking guy who's gonna take all your rights away. What I think there's that's... a big difference though, like and I think that's where they overplayed their hand, and they always do. And I'm and I'm grateful for it. Is that like if you if you start out by saying like, hey, you know what? Um, there's some schools that are telling people uh, that you should be ashamed of of being white or whatever. Then you're going to get a sliver of people to believe that. They're not going to think critically about it. They're, it's a lot. I know, but I'm just saying, like you're it's well, like the people who believe that there no, were you'll get a, in school. You'll get a sliver of people that will hardcore believe it, and then you'll get a a slight majority that'll go along with it. You know, that's they're just the scary like, part. It's yeah. a slight majority. It's not right. the who cares about the nuts because the nuts will never. It's but the now ones that are supposed to be the moderates or rational thinkers, the ones who are supposed to like, but they're true. not. They're just the ones that go with the flow. And if but, the flow is going into a pile of glass, that's yeah. not good. But that's where it started. And today, I saw on the Twitter, uh, Christy Noam, um, the governor of South Dakota, uh, population 86, uh, <laughs> two of which are senators. Um, <laughs> yeah. She she came out and said, we, we as Americans can no longer shop at Target. Yeah. That's, that's fucking crazy. Look, I, I went to a Target recently. It was packed. Okay. Uh, Target's doing just fine, really. Like if I, Target should be like, you know what? We're, we're pulling all our stores out of North Dakota. Yeah, both of them. Uh, and, right. <laughs> and I think that's a much different sell. So like if you are selling to the average person, like, hey, you should, you should check out what they're teaching. 
the average person's going to go along with that to a degree. But if you tell the average person, like, hey, if you shop at Target, you're not an American. You're gay. They're yeah. Gay. You can't you can't drink Bud Light. You can't shop at Target. And you can't go can't, to Chick-fil-A. You can't go to. You can't go can't, to uh, and your kids can't watch Disney Barrel, movies. You can't go to. Yeah. Yeah. That's like all of a sudden. Then then the average person is like the fuck are you talking about what do you what do you what the fuck yeah yeah happened? what was funny like, is that christy gnome said literally the same thing and this is what's funny about right-wing propaganda how it gets the same message gets repeated by everyone to the point where christy gnome and forgashio blow the right pig, the hog rapper uh he said literally the same thing he was on some like Newsmax, whatever the guy I saw the video. The guy's talking to him and that other weird-looking guy from that yeah. video they made at Target. The guy said like, uh, "He's like, oh, would you ever shop at Target?" And he's like, "I'll never forgive them for what they've done." Yeah. And it's like literally the same thing Christy Gnome's saying. And I'm like, these people just repeat the same shit. They yeah. say the same fucking talking points. But it's I think I them. think at some point, like, then people, you're you've you've gone too far. You know what I mean? Well, like that, in, that's why that Glenwood Spring thing was scary. Yeah. Glen, was that at Glenwood? Glen, um, Glendale. That shit was frightening because it's like this is all you got to see these videos, guys. Like anyone who's watching this, like yeah. just look it up. I tweeted it. If you follow me on Twitter, or whatever. There's a a person I retweeted has a thread with like multiple videos, like overhead and on the ground, and it is crazy. It's not just one little fight. It's like hundreds it's, of yeah. people like just going at, at it it's, it looks like the aftermath of a super bowl or something and it's like this is over a school board just going like hey are you like gonna hang a rainbow up on the wall somewhere yeah. in the school it's fucking nuts and these psychopaths and like this is all ginned up by right-wing media this is ginned up by the gop this is ginned up by internet pe- people on the internet yeah Facebook. Twitter, Elon Musk is definitely a hundred percent part of it. Like, like ninety percent of these people have would have no issue with trans people. Well, I think a lot of it is the internet. I think like if you, I mean, like I, it has real life consequences. I, I understand that. No, it's but, a problem because the the politicians and the GOP are saying the same shit. But like, if you even if you went to twenty hardcore Christy Gnome fans in South Dakota. 18 of them still be shopping at Target. I mean, really, like I they, Christy Nome, a lot of these right-wing people, Fogatio Blow or whatever, they don't, they I I legitimately sometimes think they don't they don't understand that no one outside of Twitter gives a fuck about any of this. No one right. outside I of always Twitter. Like, I don't anytime I talk to somebody or whatever, I'm like. Have you heard of this? And they're like, no. And I'm like, yeah. well, why would you? You're not on. Right. <laughs> Seriously, though, like the the average, like I'll I live in a pretty Republican area. I'll bet you if I, you yeah, I'll bet you if I <laughs> gathered twenty people, um, I'll bet you not many of them. Well, maybe some of them would be peripherally aware of the uh the, the target thing, but um. Like I said, the, the target here in Conservativeville, USA, is plenty packed all the time. Just is. So I'm yeah. I'm glad. I'm grateful that for stuff like this. I mean, I certainly don't wish this on the people of Glendale. 
I 100% don't wish this on. I just feel like this is going to keep happening. Like, this isn't the only one. It's just scary. It's like, and of course, like, I think the cops were like pretty much taking the side of the. Well, I, I'm hopeful and I don't, I don't, I'm not, I wouldn't bet on it or anything. And I'm realistic, but like I told you a couple of weeks ago, we had a school board election here in a pretty conservative area and two candidates were up or two, their two slots were open and the progressive candidates won in both instances. Oh, let's hope that's like uh what they call that? Like a uh, canary in a coal mine. No, that, not that, uh, what they call it, like dominoes or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. That's just the beginning. And maybe there'll be like, if it's happening here, then maybe in some other areas around the country that could, because they're more conservative, get more progressive yeah. people on school boards. And we see it like some kind of shift, but like, this stuff is out of hand like that. Yeah. I saw that and I thought that was the most insane thing. And I said, this is 100% the fault of the Republicans and right-wing media, Fox News, Newsmax, all those fucking shit channels. And uh, I made a drawing. Uh, I'm thinking of doing other versions where I do other right-wing chuds. But I, I first started with like, I made a Gadsden flag and literally just wanted a meme generator they have a meme generator for gas and flags. Yeah, yeah. And I literally just did uh, rainbow scare me. Or yeah. Right. Uh, or I'm scared of rainbows, it says. That's, yeah. And then I made, I wanted to draw like a MAGA chud kind of, I was going to originally have a rainbow and the MAGA mm-hmm. chud scared of it. It says like, I'm scared <laughs> of rainbows. Then I drew him. It's kind of resembles Fragasio Blow. Yeah. Uh, and then or Porky I, Pig. I like, I, yeah, well, he's got the hog nose and everything. And then I, uh, I was like, oh, I got to draw Matt Walsh. And then I was like, well, got to draw Marjorie <laughs> Green, which I think that's like my best drawing Marjorie Green I've done so far. I feel like yeah, that's a good one. Captures her. Uh, my wife first thought like was that hair on her neck, and I said no, those are like bulging neck veins because she's like. A, <laughs> crossfit like nut job yeah uh, and uh like she's got the q necklace q non yep. uh the fragaccio it's got the maga hat and it, on a shirt it says hog life <laughs> yeah and on top it says we are scared of rainbows and then i got a sweaty uh sweaty forehead uh <laughs> matt walsh and yeah holding a piece of paper on that says age of consent right uh, probably like what states have like lowest uh because that guy's a huge creep yep uh he and, is uh, a creep but i don't know maybe it's just how you draw him he is disarmingly handsome okay. <laughs> he's just he is right he's so handsome uh the, so i've said for years i told joseph i warned joseph about fortunately joseph is a, a white guy with glasses and uh dark hair yep uh, like a <clears throat> your beard is not as thick as his no it? no no <laughs> and then i saw this guy and i was like oh, he looks like a evil younger version of this <laughs> uh and because even leah saw the drawing and my wife and she's like at first yeah. are you drawing <laughs> joseph and i said no i'm drawing matt walsh and then i showed the picture of matt walsh and she's yeah like, oh yeah i see i'm like it's not like <laughs> you guys don't <laughs> No, not really. I mean, like, but I, I said it's like a weird, like it's like that movie Gemini Man that came out years <laughs> yeah. ago, 
Will Smith, where he's like, you mean they made a younger version of me? And like the plot of Gemini Man, yes. like, he's like a aging out assassin and he's getting hunted by another assassin. He finds out that assassin is a younger clone of him. Yes, yeah. And then you find out later <clears throat> other clones they're using. But like, so he's kind of like your Gemini Man. Except right, he's, yeah. He's like, yeah, I like how you on the hog life guy drew the back of his neck to look like a pack of franks, a, a package of hot dogs. They, I, I was telling you this earlier when when I lived in Florida, we had a, a local sheriff who was just like a, a he was a he was like a Trump character before Trump. He was yeah. he was a kind of a terrible far right winger sheriff kind of ruled the town like it was his own little kingdom. And he was just a bully and just a shitty person. And anyway, there's the cop, a the, the, cop, the sheriff from uh, Dukes of Hazards or whatever. Yeah, exactly, like the like Boss Hog, the commissioner. Uh, and anyway, we had the, the local newspaper had a, um, a anonymous forum, like its own little bulletin board system. <laughs> and so I made an account, and I just ran this guy ragged. And he he was a bigger guy. And there's like one little story about how like a certain percentage of the police force failed their physical fitness test. And I start and the and there's a photo of of this sheriff, uh, and who was bald, and he was kind of like a he was a, a chunky guy, uh, and the f- folds on the back of his neck looked like a package of hot dogs, <laughs> <laughs> and I I kept saying that it was embarrassing to have a sheriff whose who's back of his head looked like a package of hot dogs. And I, I said that all the time. And one day he complained about it in a press conference. And I was so happy. It was like the best That's day really of my life. Like so, he acknowledged it. He, he had been reading it. And later on, it was revealed that he participated in that forum too, as like a big sheriff's department advocate. Um, he like, but, was he pretending to be somebody else or something? Yeah, he was just pretending to be like a concerned citizen. Uh, and it was probably like the people that always like got on to me about how I would say that the back of his head looked like a patch package of hot dogs. Uh, no, I do not have a, a way. I mean, he does not. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's very yeah. handsome and fit. Well, I think I, I yeah, I, I we're <clears throat> talk about Florida politics in a second, but <clears throat> that Glendale stuff is just, it is it's, out of control. Uh, it's, the result of uh where everything's going i mean like this is you know i i uh you know i what did i write I, you know i tweeted about it yesterday when i saw it and i just said like straight up it's like this no fucking around here it's like um said right-wing media and the gop are all the blame for this they are the ones creating lies and conspiracies and will never reduce the temperature yeah just keep going it only it's only going to get worse. That's it. Well, yeah, I, I agree. Um, we see, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I, don't know. I, I can't say I'm, I'm interested to see what happens because it won't. No, be I'm not. I think like there's going to be like murders. I think like it's scary shit. Like these, and like I said these people are losing their fucking mind. And the thing is, like if right-wing media didn't if we didn't have right-wing media like we do in this country i don't think any of this shit would happen yeah it is weird i mean like it's hard to tell where it begins because like did it begin in right-wing media and then find a home on things like well, 4chan it's possible or... that it could i think it's a, a thing that gets pushed by 
fascists and Nazis in this country. It yeah. starts. It really starts there. Starts in like hate groups and right. Yeah, that's what I think. Just straight up hate groups. That, that's kind of like where it starts. Like that's even like where a lot of like the whole like anti PC and anti woke and all that shit. Like whenever people say that, I'm like, dude, you're sharing the same talking points that Nazis push. Like, yeah, you should really like reevaluate what you're saying here, dude. Because like, you're just normalizing shit that like that hate groups spread. And then yeah. it, you know, I don't know, it ends up in certain people in the media. You know, it's like when we found out like year a couple of years ago when we found out like Parker Carlson's like main writer was like a literal Nazi. Like, right. Yeah. He was like participating well, in like Nazi chats or something like that. Yeah, it doesn't take much. I mean, like I like I know that they said a lot of the anti-vax stuff came from like twelve people. You know, like the majority. A lot of, of that was also pushed by like Russia and and like some of these talking yeah. points. Like I said, I remember years ago when like Trump was on stage with Putin and Putin's talking and he's like pushing the same right-wing talking. Yeah, like Republicans are pushing at the time, and I was like the fuck man this is like all written down by like a right-wing computer that just spreads right. on the planet it's so fucking weird chat kkk um, <laughs> um it's and then, and then it's even worse when you got like elon musk who owns twitter and he's pushing all he was literally pushing like nazi memes like another day the other day he like liked the meme uh a, a tweet from some guy who showed a picture of like Mel Gibson like working out or something like that and it was oh, like, yeah. about how he hates the Jays and like Elon Musk oh, like Jesus. pretty much liked the tweet and everything and made a comment and it's like okay so you're you don't like Jewish people Elon Musk is that what you're saying like yeah that that was oh. what he was saying so uh, like this shit just spreads like wildfire like yeah where did it start I mean it started with like the GOP saying like hey we lost the war on marriage gay marriage what do we do I have an idea. Let's put in an anti uh, 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 bathroom bill in North Carolina. I mean, it all starts. Yeah. It kind of like that's the um, what? What do they call it? Like patient zero? Yeah, yeah. That North Carolina uh, bathroom bill was well, it North Carolina, right? Yeah, that's where it was. That's where it originally started. Yeah, it, it happened uh, like shortly after gay marriage went through. Like I said, the Republicans like we need another group to hate. We and, well. They they over the years got right back to just being mad at gay people. Yeah, that was really like weird. it became I mean, like, really evident last year. I felt like it was like okay, these people like really it's not trans people, not just well, trans people. It's literally like all gay people. I, yeah, I can't think of and I and I'm not exaggerating here, and I'm not uh, I'm not saying that like oh my friend group is is incredibly diverse, but I I know a lot of people. I don't know anyone who doesn't have uh, a gay friend or family member you know what i mean like it's just so common now i just i i can't imagine now look i don't live in south dakota so i mean like I'm, again i'm not like saying that i have this big well, global understanding like some of this this the other thing the republicans are, were pushing and they were doing this early our right wingers i would see this meme of like uh the trans people are the ones that are keeping the LG the uh the LGB back. Right. Fucking like Dave Chappelle literally pushed that bullshit. But now they're one back of his to just... jokes in one of his quote unquote jokes in one of his Netflix specials from like five years ago. Longer. 
like 2018 or whatever. I remember seeing like a special on that. Like his whole bit was about like a cab ride or like the yeah. LGP and then the trans person, the trans person's the one that's keeping the cat, the car ride from going. And it's like, this is like a fucked up message. You're literally trying to get people. You're trying, you're, you're, this is like fucked up in so many ways. Cause you're basically, you, you're attacked Well, one, you're attacking trans people, but you're also trying to get like lesbian and gay people and bisexual people to also hate trans people. Yeah, you're trying to further not, disenfranchise an already disenfranchised group. And you're trying to like get them to think like, no, the problems you have is not the, the homophobes out there. It's yeah. those weird trans people that are trapped, that are keeping you back from being perceived as normal. Yeah. And it's like so fucked up. And that piece of shit was pushing that. And I fear, I still hear people to this day pushing that meme. Yeah. It, it is. I don't know. It's just going it to get, it's just going to get worse. And like I said, I would hope at this point, like I said, there's some, uh, I, again, some bad actors out there, people who like claim they were gay and they would attack trans people and stuff like that. Right. Like there's a reason why it's called like LGBT and all that. You well, there's some. You're trans people that attack trans people. Yeah. Well, yeah. There was some know? video of so I saw something on Twitter the other day and I had no idea what it was. And I never heard of this person, but I guess this this trans woman was like kind of like trying to be another one of those like right wing chuds. Mm. And they put out an uh, apology video basically. And oh, said, are you talking about a uh, young woman, um blonde hair? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know said, that like she apologized and said, like, I realized, like, they don't even treat me human. They don't even want me to exist. Yeah. And all that. And I thought I, that was um, interesting, but... I coincidentally, that person's on TikTok, and I saw her video. I've seen her videos for a while, like, and she documented her transition. Transition. I mean, I've probably seen her videos over the last couple of years, okay. um, and she's always... Look, I, the extent of my knowledge of this person is what I've seen on TikTok. So I'm not, you know, claiming intimate knowledge, but she just always came across as someone who needed a lot of attention, you know? <laughs> so when, when she made that switch to, to right-wing media, she even said in the video, like I, I dreamt of being like Candace Owens. I'm like, yeah, that, that all adds up. You know I mean? Like yeah, that, yeah, she's, uh, she's got, I think some issues to work through, you know, separate well, the from funny, the thing is like, again, it's like glad this person, I guess, woke up or whatever, or yeah. read the news, I guess they call that. But like, you know, Candace Owens at some point in a couple of years, is, if things keep going the way it's going, Candace Owens, a black woman is going to be like, holy shit. I've been helping these people. Uh, basically like now black people are being hunted you know what i mean yeah. like, they will they don't stop at trans people they don't stop at gay people they don't stop at jewish people they don't yeah. stop at, they don't stop. they keep going it's like they want a white ethno state it's yeah literally say that and once they get a white ethno state then it will be like well not all whites you know like it, it won't even stop at that it'll be like you know yeah you, Guys, you know, Bill, sorry, right? Or like, you know, we we're really hoping for people that have like higher sperm count. So we're really, yeah, hoping yeah, for yeah. You, you're you know, accused too low. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then yeah. it, then it will you be don't like make that. enough money. 
You're, right. You're, you don't have enough in your your bank account. Yeah. So it will these you're these people. Society, you got to go. Well, these people are at their heart like you know evil. evil. Yeah. That's what I was exactly what I was going to say. They're evil people, and like they're they just need to to harm people. I mean, that's part of what they get off on. So even if they're left with only you know white people, then white straight people, they're still going to you know there'll be something else. So um, this will be a good uh, place to shift gears to the, uh, the Florida lawmakers, the, the Florida, Florida as a state, and I lived there for a long time. Um, a lot of it is dependent upon um, immigrant labor. And some of it is migrant labor. Like even if they're like legally in the country or, or citizens or whatever, they don't live in Florida year round. You know, they'll a lot of them will travel up and down I-75 and they will like pick tomatoes and strawberries in one month. And then the next month they're up in Georgia uh, picking peaches and then they're in the Carolinas doing blueberries or whatever. And they work their way up to peaches or cherries or whatever in Michigan. They just go up and down 75, you know, like the same way people do on I-5 out in, on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the Florida legislature spurred on by Meatball Run um did this big anti-immigrant bill and they were like going to prosecute people for working there and and it really fucked up florida because the agricultural sector which is huge yeah. is heavily dependent on immigrant labor not all of which is documented and honestly the tourism industry is heavily dependent on uh immigrant labor uh not all of which is documented people that clean hotel rooms People right. that, you know, a lot of that tourism industry is staffed by people that work for cash or, you know, work under the table and and they're leaving, you know, construction workers, new homes. Of course not. You know, and especially all these Republicans are like freaking out. There was like some, what was he a congressman or whatever? This one Republican. Yeah. I saw like a video of them and he was trying to like double down, da- like back backpedal or some shit he basically called in all these people and said you need to tell your employees the the undocumented workers that they just need to lay low for a little bit and then come back and get ready to work you know and it's like Like, what what the the fuck fuck are you talking about you know i mean they they this is what happens when you have a psychopath like ronda sand ronda sand is a psychopath yeah he is he's he's and he's he is a lunatic the idea like anyone who would attack disney and is a politician in florida is fucking stupid yeah unless your goal is to like i don't know lose tourism dollars or something <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know so unless stupid, you're right? like warner brothers or something and you're like i'm gonna get a bugs bunny theme park going <laughs> Well, I mean, seriously, like, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, what's your fucking motive to, like, attack the biggest tourism of of Florida? These people are fucking nuts. And, of course, they got to appeal to the lowest common denominator in their party, the most extremes. And they're like, oh, look, we're doing something about immigration. And it's like, dude, you have a your your state relies probably more on immigrants than any other state when it comes to, like, a hundred percent agriculture and everything the, the big the the things that make money in florida are tourism and agriculture you know uh and it's like oranges and strawberries and 
uh, shit it's like, like that. Said, Tomatoes, construction and shit like construction. Uh, it, a lot of that, you know, people those subcontractors roll up to Home Depot, and you know, yeah. the, the fifty people waiting in the Home Depot parking lot at five a.m. Some of them aren't documented, believe it or not. You know, yeah, some of them, I that, know. That's I why they Dude, I remember one time I was working at this place called like Harris Clearance Center. Yeah. It's a shitty job I had when I was like 18. Um, it was like, I got it. Man, it was a real physical shitty job. Mm. Uh, I remember hurt getting back problems from it. They, um, the fucking uh, one day, this, I don't even know why my man, I guess we need like help, whatever my manager, I don't know why even went along with this or whatever but like this sleaze bag just comes by and drops these two guys off that he clearly picked up from like home depot or whatever right and he fucking he gets paid he drives away he gets a fee whatever and drives mm-hmm. away guys work and then they have no way to get home mm-hmm. and it's like whatever money they made that day it's like there's so much and i was like I, i'm like what i never heard of this before and i realized i looked learned about like what a that that's a big scam and there's like these scumbags that do that it's like easy money yeah. they, they take advantage of these immigrants like these guys could barely speak english it was like weird yeah. and, but like that is a backbone of contracting work oh yeah you know that's why it's so funny it's like you know i anytime i got like work done in the house or whatever these companies they try to act like they're so legit and then it's like he would just go yeah. to Home Depot and pick up some dudes. And it's like, it wouldn't matter if I just went and did that myself and paid like half the price. Right. Because instead of giving the middleman his fucking money, this company, it's not like, uh, yeah, yeah. that is so stupid. And, and again, it's like the Republicans are such hypocrites because they usually get all their donation dollars from like industries that rely heavily on immigration. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, again, I mean, I always kind of like it when Republicans overplay their hand, but as they're doing that, they're destroying people's lives, you know? They're destroying themselves. hmm. They're like, and it's funny, I've heard about immigration bills, but is this Florida one like possibly the worst one or something? Yeah, I think it is. I think this one is weird because this one. If, if I remember right, it actually did something good, which is that it also penalized the people doing the hiring. Previously, that was the the problem. Is that um, let's say I I own a tomato farm and I hire a bunch of uh, undocumented workers to pick tomatoes, I can treat them as shit as I want if the penalties are only on the workers. Yeah, you, you know hear I mean? stories like that. You hear like factories, like I remember that one thing where in Kentucky where the guy, the factory owner literally cold like ice on yeah to get rid of all of them. Right. And then he probably just go get a whole new batch of people later. But this this law, I think, um, and the reason it's causing people distress is this one put some teeth on the people that employed them. And, Good. Um, I think that's yeah. actually kind of funny. It's like I actually agree with that, but it's just I do too. how good what no i do too i think that's it's a good thing but it's Uh, funny because it's like you always hear about repel i mean like (laughs) it's like what is what were they thinking it doesn't it seems like something that a republican wouldn't make actually because it would go against their better interests 
I think a lot of times they, I, and I, I hate to go back to it. Replace these people with union shop workers. Well, I think sometimes they, like, I think like Ron DeSantis is a good example. I I don't, look, I, when I say he's an idiot, I'm, I'm joking. Like the guy went to Harvard Law. Or oh, he's Yale. an idiot. I think he's, a, he, he's a, real smart in a lot of ways, but a lot of these people don't, it's like it's like asking like George Bush Sr. how much a gallon of milk costs. Dude, I have no fucking idea. You know, and, and I think yeah. that if you asked Ron DeSantis how nuts and bolts, how does tomato farming work in Okeechobee, Florida? Okeechobee. I don't think he has any I don't think he knows. That's a real place, by the way. I know. Uh, I, just... I, I don't think he I don't think he has any fucking idea, and I don't think he has any interest in knowing. If you ask Matt Gates, like, hey. What what do you think the consequences of this bill will be that everyone on Twitter loves? I don't think he I don't think he even stops to I think. think. Gives a shit. Yeah. So I think sometimes like these people, due to a lack of curiosity and a lack of like practical knowledge, not book like you know how the world works, and being surrounded by like Twitter. I, I think sometimes they do shit like that. And they're this like, and... they're higher up, so they're like above the fray. But then, like you said, like that one politician, that one Republican politician. Right. What was his position? Was he just like a state senator or something? Yeah, like, I think that's what it is. It's like the state senators then have to go back and eat breakfast. And it's like he's the... not above the fray, really. Right. No, because so he eats breakfast like, oh, with those guys the at the Cracker I... Barrel. Yeah, what? Because no, because he, you're right. He goes back home and eats breakfast with those guys at the Cracker Barrel. Yeah, he's you know like, I mean? oh shit. Like, because Ron DeSantis, like you said, they don't give a fuck. They live above no. the fray. They don't care what happens down below. So, all the middle managers, which is like state senator, are like, right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we, we really fucked this one. <laughs> and when they're in Tallahassee, Ron DeSantis wants to prop them up, but no, but when they're in Tallahassee, and they're getting, you know, drunk off of, you know, free booze. And Ron DeSantis is bringing in celebrities and shit like that. Fucking. Like Fogatio Blow and Kid Rock. Fogatio Blow and that <laughs> weird guy who's like an emo. Right. Fucking uh, Scott Bayo who moved to Florida. Yeah. <clears throat> they're at the Kirk Cameron table. The just like chatting it up. All that fucking po- glamour, Hollywood glamour they're bringing in. Yeah, they don't. They're not at that moment. They're like, yeah, I'll vote Gloria for Jackson. whatever. <laughs> They'll vote for whatever, but then they go back home, you know, to like Cooper's Grove, Florida, and they got to talk to these people that they grew up with and they grew around and everything. And like, hey, you know, all that construction jobs we have, none that's getting right. done. Hey, you know, uh, we haven't had any deliveries all week at the grocery store. Yeah, because. There's truck drivers who refuse to enter the state because they or don't sometimes have... they don't need any deliveries at the grocery store because the 300 people that lived in that town no longer live there, right? Like they don't live there anymore because they moved to Georgia to, to work. Some of those towns, like I worked in a small town where I would say like like 70% of the population were those people, you know? And yeah. if they all felt unwelcome and left, then there wouldn't be anyone around. That's like, isn't rent. that like the the truth about like Orange County or something like that? Like other some of these like yeah heavily what you think are like these rich Republican areas and like that's not the case. They're like actually a small population. It's like yeah, it's like yeah. underclass of people that are actually the majority. 
Yeah, they get up and fucking leave because they're like, I don't want to get my, I don't want to get kicked out or I don't want to be treated like shit. Yeah, or a lot of them, it's like, oh, now your kids can't go to public school. What the fuck? They're not going to go there anymore. They're not going to live there and and work. And they're not going to rent houses from people. And they're not going to get groceries at the overpriced handy, you know, the little uh, grocery gas station. Yeah, this bullshit thing with overpriced small versions of everything. Yeah. And it's old too, probably. Yep. Like so, good. You know, those those towns that have lived off the backs of that labor will will die because yeah. of stupid shit like this. And it'll serve they overplayed right. their racism. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, again, this is like kind of that's why we included this thing with the the Hendale yes. thing. Because to me, I see that it's just kind of like the same thing. And like I said, unchecked right wing uh bullshit uh policies always just it's bad yeah. <laughs> especially they, when everything is dictated by like a meme or yeah. like who can one up who in right right wing media i think the worst thing that, that's going on right now is like all the competition in right wing media it used to just be like fox news really right. yeah. and like new york post which was also owned by fox news it was the same right it's all yep. rock so he had like a monopoly on like right wing propaganda, and they could just focus on attacking the Clintons and like yeah. you know whatever, destroy like unions and you know export certain jobs and like you know right. typical right wing thing. But then like Newsmax gets bigger, OAN gets bigger, there's uh, the Blaze and all this other bullshit. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a so they all have to like one up each other, and it's just like look how they implode. Yeah. Well, it goes into like crazy town, you know. It'd be nice if they didn't hurt a lot of people along the way, but well, they don't give a fuck. I mean, that's the other. That's the main. In the end of the day, they all don't give a fuck. So it's like until it hurts their own, you know. It's like even like the um, I don't know what state that was in. You said remember I said there was like some state senator and this was like where an horrible anti anti trans bill. I think that was in Ohio. I'm I'm pretty. I saw that clip too, and I think he was was like a Republican, right? Yep. Yeah. He's talking about his kid. It's like. Dude, you they call it like the leopard face yeah. party. Right. Yeah, I didn't think the leopards would eat my face. You know, I mean, yeah. like you you I can't thought I support, was a leopard. Now you're not, buddy. You can't well, support the face-eating leopards party without the leopards eating faces. You know, yeah. I mean, eventually they'll come for your face. Yeah, it's the scorpion on the frog uh, yeah. story. Same I thing. Now, uh, before we move on, fucking Texas signed into law. Well, that insane anti-trans bill yeah texas did and a lot look a lot of the physicians left the the especially the pediatric physicians i guess i watched a thing today on like majority Report. they had this guest on i don't know her name but she's like a big uh advocate or you know for trans and Mm -hmm. people and she was talking about like how states like colorado they really need to make sure they instruct their like employees or whatever like in doc like hospitals and stuff like that that they don't have to acknowledge texas they can tell texas to fuck off like as well because texas is gonna try to go after people that try to go to travel there like travel and have an abortion or have some kind of gender affirming california uh, that they need to make sure that those states and and they know that like the hospitals and stuff do not have healthcare providers there do not have to they don't it doesn't matter what Texas wants. Well, they the some states have gone a step further, which is good. I think California and Massachusetts have where they've said that you cannot 
reveal that it's a you it's a crime to report that type of patient information well, to isn't other that a HIPAA viola- isn't that a literal HIPAA violation yeah although like there's some weirdness there like theoretically theoretically um if i if i went to another state and had a procedure and filed an insurance claim then my insurance company in texas would have that information you know yeah. what i mean um and honestly like and this is a weird thing too like if i went to uh if if i was traveling and i had an emergency the doctors would want my records from texas to get a, a read on what they were dealing with they would want my history you know yeah. uh and and you wouldn't want shit like that to get jeopardized you know so there is like a weird nuance there i mean like the, our country wasn't built to have to deal with these problems you know it, sh- it shouldn't be this way um it's really, and that's the other thing, the right wing, it's almost like like the, these red states, they really are becoming like a confederacy type states even yeah. more. It's like they are make they are literally dividing up the country. Like yeah. obviously there's always been like different laws in different states and all that stuff. And like, you know, there's a reason why we have to have like federal laws put through. Right. Like, we have to have uh, a federal desegregation law put through. You yes. can't have states yeah. like can't go into this state, can't go into this state. Like, I mean, they, they still, the SAP still did whatever the fuck they wanted, but there was a point where they couldn't do, like, there was, like, sunset states. I think they still exist. So, like, I don't even know when, but, like, definitely, I, it, I don't know if they, if the, um, what do you call it, the desegregation laws de- were able to destroy those, but. Yeah. Know. Well, but, I mean, it does make sense that different states could have different laws not involving civil rights you know like if like zoning laws and shit yeah you know like like if like maybe in north dakota it makes perfect sense that anyone can have chickens on their property that fucking sheep is uh (laughs) yeah yeah um or you know like maybe like even like big deals like well you can own like if South Dakota wants to make it so that you can legally own rifles at age 18, sure, you know, or or I don't know, yeah. that's probably a bad example, but like no, but I, I know what you mean, but like what's going on with the abortion thing? That's different, the yeah. Tran- and the trans and these are basic civil rights that, that, that you you as they're American they're dividing the country up, and it seems like it, it's like like dude do you really do want like a civil war or some shit like this is like insane well, i mean it's it is weird like eventually they'll overplay their hand you know what i mean like they're like they're doing know. it already like I said, yeah. with the thing and everything but we'll uh, see what the fallout the real fallout is well okay. the real the real not the fallout but the real next step kind of leads us to our next topic the current race um on the on the Democratic side, you you have Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris, who will certainly get the nomination. Um, right. It's uh. You mean, but what about uh? Right. Uh, what's her name? Marion Williamson and Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Robert look, Kennedy I, Jr. Those are legit candidates. They, you know, if they want to have a debate amongst the three of them, you know, uh, um. Uh, west and williamson and uh, well Cor- cornell west is not on the that's not a democratic party. true 
True, but that's if you, the it, uh, what's it called people, again? That's people's party. People's party. It's a bullshit. It's like not even a real party. It's like a I just keep thinking of that. um of Rick from the Young Ones, the people's poet. The people's uh, yeah, the uh, yeah. What was he called? It wasn't the people's poet. It was like a, well, he was an anarchist poet, right? Well, yeah, but he kept calling himself the people's poet. Like yeah. his Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would look. Those those are all distractions. That's kind of a. a, a it's really early in the race. Joe Biden's going to be the nominee. He's going to be the nominee. The other people there to like rift, suck oxygen on the wound. Yeah. Um, expand their their brand name and yeah. Um, and Biden shouldn't debate any of them. It, he should if CNN wants to how house a debate or whatever. I whatever. Uh, but on the Republican side, getting back to like the original transition, a lot here, more people have come in. I really thought it was going to stop after the Santas, but uh, no. Chris Christie just threw his hat in the ring. Yep. Uh, Mike Pence, Nikki Mike Pence. Haley. Yep. Well, Nikki um, Haley's been doing it for a while now, and yep. she's running, uh, her campaign is literally just running against Kamala Harris. <laughs> yeah, it is. I I know. Like uh, I think saying, she's running for. She is literally running for VP. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny. Like. And I, and I don't think anybody's really pointed it out, but like Mike Pence running for president is like a task, like, like theoretically you should have Trump saying me and Pence are going again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that's how it would normally be. But he did try having Pence killed. That yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was a that's gonna be right. an interesting uh debate stage if if they all get to the <laughs> debate stage. And I think it starts this summer or like well. I watch the first Republican primary debate should happen. And if Pence is still around and Trump's not in, in arrested hundred percent, because we'll talk about that in a second. Um, that's going to be an odd, just going to be an odd stage. Ron DeSantis yeah. was a Trump psychophant and a complete kiss ass now has to try to go against him. Like the Trump, I don't know if, it was like either some Trump fan made it. It wasn't, I don't think it was the Trump campaign, but they basically put together a video of all the thing, all, all the times Ron DeSantis kissed Trump's ass. And uh, Ron DeSantis used to run campaign ads where he would read books to his children yep. about how great Trump was. That was in 2018. You know? Yeah, that's when he was running against. Yeah. In uh, 2022, he ran for governor. He, he was like still kissing Trump's ass. I mean, the funny thing is he, He's trying to run against him, but at the same time, he's doing this kind of like concern trolling thing. He said, uh, I'll uh, pardon Trump if I become yeah. president, which is kind of funny, actually, because it's like you're basically saying that your opponent's a criminal. Right. Yeah. And that needs to be pardoned at the same time while also appeal, trying to appeal to his base by saying like, oh, yeah, I'll do him a solid. Yeah, I'll respect your boy, you know, and it, so it, it's kind of funny, actually. It should be a perfect thing, but like it doesn't work because the Republican Party is so fucked because of Trump. You know, you you kind of have to pick a side if you're a Trump supporter or if you're not. Um, and well, Trump I, supporters don't want to hear anything else. You know, I don't know why Chris Christie's running. I guess he just wants to expand his contract with ABC News because he's yeah. on He's been like a on-air commentary person for ABC for a couple of years. Maybe his contract's up, so he needs to like excite them to. I could see get... Christie. Yeah, I could see Christie thinking he maybe gonna... has a shot, but I um... know no fucking way. Oh yeah, no, I don't oh, think he does. What's he but... gonna run as? 
Oh, I'm uh, I'm not a complete pig monster from you like you like traffic on bridges i got you traffic on bridges. no but it's like what's he gonna say like i got democrats to vote for me do you think the hardcore republican base cares if democrats vote for you like the democrats are demon are blood sucking children uh, sucking adrenochrome drinking ghouls like that's what they think the democrats are i think he he can't go on stage and say like Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the only thing I could see him doing, and this might be effective, but I think in the end it helps DeSantis more than Trump, is that he can attack Trump by saying, like, Trump can't win. The Republicans cannot, ha- we can't appeal yeah. to 35% of the electorate or, or whatever they're not, 30% of the electorate. I think the simple answer, though, is the, the, the correct one. It's going to be Trump. Even if he's under indictment, even if he's on trial, it's going to be Trump. I, it's just going to excite w- his base more. I mean, it, it depends on like. In what world is it not Trump? Like in what? I mean, like unless Trump, like I don't know, grabs a gun and locks himself in a hotel room. Like when? Well, that's what I mean. Like I don't see how Trump could. The only way Trump um, loses is if Trump does not run. If he if he decides yeah. I can't run anymore because I'm like. There's too many indictments against me. I'm not going right. to be able to like, it wouldn't be, he's like, he wouldn't be uh, able to attend any of the primary elect, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he has to be in court. I need, I can't campaign in Iowa because my, my pre-trial detention officer won't let me. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, that's the joke. That's why DeSantis probably entered because maybe he knows like, yeah, this guy's mm. fucked. This, this is my opportunity. Well, and then, and then if Trump's out of the picture, who's to say DeSantis is the guy that fucking because you got Tim Scott, you got Chris DeSantis Smith. is a thin-skinned little weirdo. That's, yeah, that's I think it. he would get clobbered on stage by Christie. Actually, I think by like, anyone. Yeah, like I could see Nikki Haley kissing his ass because I think yeah. she's EVP. Uh, but like, I don't. I could see like. If Trump's out of the picture, that doesn't guarantee DeSantis to be the nominee. No matter how much Fox tries to tell you, no matter how much Joe Rogan tries to tell you, like who gives a shit? Like in the end of the day, if he's like a fucking weird finicky weirdo on stage during the primary uh, uh, debates, and he's like he's like a crude Fraser. He looks like, like he reminds me of. Did you ever see the Lorax movie that came yeah. out a couple years ago? The CGI cartoon. Yeah. You remember the bad guy in the movie O'Hare? He's the one that charged for air. <laughs> yeah. He looks like that character. Like mm. look up O'Hare from the Lorax. Yeah. He were he I every time I see he's like a little weirdo, and every time I see that like I always think of Sands. I always think of the. O'Hare guy from the Lorax. Right. He charged people for air. <laughs> yeah. That's actually pretty on brand for um, yeah, he does kind of look like him. I don't know. That's why every time I just, yeah, like I, it's almost like with Trump out of the picture, I think it would like open the door for like someone else and it wouldn't be DeSantis, but who the fuck knows? Yeah. I don't know. All I do know though is that the the republicans have painted themselves into a corner with the abortion issue and i and i i don't mean to say it's that easy but like i think on the republican side a lot of people have weird feelings about january 6th 
A lot of people have weird feelings about Biden. A lot of people have weird feelings about a lot of things. But most Americans don't have weird feelings about abortion. They want abortion rights. Most people, most Republicans. That's why in Kansas, abortion rights got like enshrined into the Constitution. And that's why, yeah, I mean, like in terribly red, horrible backwater states, whenever there's been an opportunity to vote on abortion, people have voted for yeah, abortion what's the, rights. I'm saying DeSantis is a nominee. It's like, we know you're 100% against abortion because you yeah. just went into law, like a you just really did that. regressive uh, abortion ruling in your state. So yeah. you, like, because at the end of the day, Christie can go out there. He hasn't been governor for like right. 10 years. I mean, he hasn't, at, well, when did he leave? 2016 or whatever? I mean, he hasn't mm, been, yeah. hasn't been like fully politically uh, active for years. So he can, and the climate's so much different than it was back then. Christie could uh, come out and say, I'm against abortion, but if your state is for it and you have enough people to vote for it, that's the way our country works. Yeah, but he won't win the primary then. He won't, because you mm, they, the Republicans are so far to the right now. He can't, there's no middle. There, yeah. I mean, the middle doesn't exist. There is no right. middle. Middle is like a, a very, very right-wing Democrat. That's a middle. Yeah. Like, well... Like there's the middle in this country is a Republican from like 20 years ago. Like yeah. that's the middle. That's the problem. That's why I said like last week, you're talking about like how like that thing, that uh debt ceiling thing was awful because it, it, was. it was a glad bad for Republican like ideals, regardless if we you know the Republicans, I, I think they're just they're playing so far to the right. To push the middle to further to the right, or what is conceived as a normal right. Yeah, well, that that is they're, they're now trying to sell the they're trying to sell the twelve week abortion ban, which is still crazy, as a moderate that's consensus insane. opinion. But that's that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, they're they're acknowledging. Look, six weeks may be a little hard. Um, we believe that, but. You know, if you really want, we'll be reasonable and go to 12 weeks, which yeah, is, is bananas. And yeah, they won't. You're right. They won't. Yeah. They, uh, even 12 weeks is bullshit, too. It's like such nonsense. Well, like, anyway. I, regardless, it's like, like I said, all these people are fucking clowns. Um, I think it's funny, Christy entering. I think it might make, I could see him coming out and attacking Trump. I could see him coming out and attacking DeSantis uh, because he's kind of like a bulldog. Yeah, he might, he'll get some good lines, and he has no fucking chance in winning, though. No, no I'm sorry, no, no. I, like any East Coast Republican politician has no fucking chance in hell. East I don't Coast, think any of them do, except Trump. I think that. I think that's it. I think that race is over. Yeah, um, I think the only way anyone else wins is if Trump cannot run. Right, it's, it's that simple. They it gets now. Isn't there like some new indictment that's going to drop or something? Yeah, everyone is saying that in the next couple days. Tomorrow, right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying tomorrow. Some people are saying early next week. Is that espionage thing or something? Two separate, yeah, two separate indictments, both coming from the special prosecutor Jack Smith. Uh, one is an espionage act violation. <laughs> That's huge. That's like a twenty-year sentence. Wow. Yeah. And, and the second has to do with January sixth. Like that, should be a, like that should be a disqualification on itself. The fact that the Republicans 
get to run and not have yeah. to condemn January 6th is a crime in itself. Like, yeah. if it gets to the point where whoever the fucking Republican nominee is, one of the questions better be, do you condemn what happened on January 6th? And they if they asked answer it, or if they don't give the proper answer, or they say it was fine, then that should be considered a bad thing. Here, here's their standard answer, and I saw Pence give it tonight. Um, the January guy who 6th, was going to be yeah. lynched that day. <laughs> January 6th was out of hand. Donald Trump didn't help matters any. However, However, a lot of people had legitimate concerns about that election. There were a lot of irregularities. Some people have lost faith in the system. And uh, and second to that, uh, Joe Biden has been horrible. And he said, so that's, that's what they're doing. And then, yeah. then they'll pivot to... It's like what the, they're saying, too, that they, they, they come up with like a new way of saying things. Like the new thing now, the right wing saying, and I know this is, we already talked about this, but... Mm -hmm. The new thing a lot of these right wingers are, are saying about like trans people is they don't hate trans people. They yeah. hate their ideology. Right. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? They're like, what? They have no ideology. They're like, yeah, they're what? like just people. They're just people. Like, I mean, they, <laughs> might, they themselves might have individual ideologies that they lead on a master yeah. uh, field of policies that have nothing to do with the other person wants. That is like that's what they do. They have to come up with like a reframing way, of it, yeah. cleaner ways of being horrible, you know. And it's like you said with Mike Pence, it's like they got to come up with like, well, what Trump did was awful and it did get out of hand, but uh, there were some legitimate concerns. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, and no, then the they... answer is there was an attempt at a violent coup. The why were there? Uh, Nazi groups there, yeah. militias there, the Proud Boys. Like, why were these groups there? You know, that should be the fucking answer the questions. Well, that that is going to be the standard. Why was the guy from Mister Show there? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, that that is the next thing on our list. Is the well, we're not there yet because I want to still talk about some of these candidates. Okay. Well, hold on, let me look. Okay. Well, I want to talk real quick too about, like I said. I don't know what's going to happen uh, with the Republican thing. I'll definitely watch the primary debates because I think they'll be funny. Oh, they'll be hilarious. They're going to be like, there's some the most insane, especially if Trump's involved, because they don't actually talk about policy. It's all about like, it's all like theater. And it's like, they don't talk about any real policy. That's the other thing that's maddening about like this focus on like trans people, this focus on attacking immigrants and like that. It's like, you're not talking about any way of improving people's health care, yeah. their uh, the economy in any way whatsoever. You're not doing any of that. Yeah. It's like you're basically saying like the, these groups, we need to get rid of them. We need to attack them. Oh, what about the health care and the economy? We'll take care of that when you put us in power. That's yeah, but that's all the Republican voters care about. When I when I um, watched that Mike Pence thing tonight. It was again a CNN town hall stocked with rabid Mike Pence supporters. Yeah, rabid. Um, what does that look like? like tell you what it looks like. Eighty-year-olds, <laughs> mid seventies and white. Um, they all and, look uh, like Mike Pence. There's just a all, field of Mike Pence clones. They all got up one after the other, and all they were concerned with were election irregularities, cultural so Marxism. They, they like they're living in fucking Indiana. They have like raging meth problem and no employment and all they care about is cultural marxism but well, that like was their storms all the time that like damaged their rooms and shit yeah. like 
Yeah, these fucking people are nuts. Like, and it's funny too, because it's like Pence, even though like his life was threatened that supposedly his life was threatened that day, and yeah. they want to hang him, he's still willing to push the lie that led to yeah. January 6th by saying there were irregularities. Yeah. It's like that's that's a problem right there. You keep pushing the lies that led to the problem. Oh, for sure. I guess for sure. Okay. Um, okay, so I just want to talk real quick. Um, two things. Like I saw one thing. I think did we talk about this, Marion Williamson? I saw I retweeted the other day. Yeah. But though, that me and you have talked about, but not on the show. Uh, I yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Some like bullshit. She was being interviewed or whatever on Fox, and she said something like, "You know." The left's so mean to me. You guys are so nice to me, you know? And it was like this bullshit, yeah. like, like, of course they're nice to you because I think you're a useful idiot. You're willing yeah. to go on Fox or whatever right-wing show to trash the Democratic president, to trash the Democratic party. You're a useful idiot. They're yeah. going to invite you. Yeah, you, you serve a purpose. Um, it's the you're, same thing with Tulsi Gabbard. you know, disempower... I mean, leftists and liberal voters because you're basically saying that democratic party cannot help you but they're the other party there's like this is a two-party system i don't like you when you do that you literally disempower your gas yeah. people you are like tricking them into like you know like the idea of like oh like in 2016 i can't vote for hillary she's horrible oh who's the green party Jill Stein. It's like right. Yeah, come on. What? I mean, get the fuck out of here. That's not a legitimate. Like that's if that's a joke. It's like if um, you're yeah, if you're smart and you work the system the way it's supposed to work, you vote for the best candidate of the two for president and probably for senator or congressperson, and then you work really hard locally to build a good city council and school board and mayor. Uh, and then you hope that they gain some strength and compete at the next level, you know, because most of the, the things that really affect you, your property taxes, how your schools are, you know, yeah. a lot of that shit's real local. You know, I mean, it really is. I mean, I, I'm not saying that president yeah. isn't important. I mean, of course it is. It but like down, but li like literally, but like, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it keeps it's it. A it's a country of like 350 million people. Not everyone's going to be happy with their president. That's and right. I think people like Mary Williamson like that exist to just keep people's eyes off the ball. Yeah. And it also, I mean, it creates like maybe the illusion of choice, which is kind of comforting. I well, mean, she's like not, she's not running on a third party. She's running for a democratic primary. Yeah. Like, but like, I guess what I'm talking about, like when, she, when she ran last time and there's like 14 Democrats running. Yeah. Um, and there was and, no democratic president. Right. And if that felt like, look, even back then she felt like, well, she doesn't have a real shot, but it was like I remember you and yeah, I were talking. I, I don't hate her. I don't hate her. I just think that. But when I hear her say dumb shit like, "Yeah, oh, the fox is so polite to me," I'm like, "Okay, right. you're a fucking joke." And then speaking of another joke, RF Robert Kennedy yeah. Jr. I don't even understand this character. I don't understand like his appeal. Like I said, I remember him like 10, 15 years ago. I don't know, maybe 20 years ago. I don't know. The guy I always thought was like, he was very progressive. I know he had some pretty shitty takes on vaccines. They yep. weren't as extreme at the time, but like now they're just like full on. Yeah. Extreme. But like, I don't understand who this guy is supposedly running as a Democrat. 
yep. Democratic candidate for presidency, claiming he's running there and for the primary. I don't know who is he. Who is he appealing to? Yeah, because that's it, all the people that prop him up are like the worst right wing chuds. Steve Bannon, uh, Roger Stone, uh, Dinesh D'Souza. The other like a couple weeks ago. I yeah, I mean that's I'm like. Dinesh D'Souza is like a straight up Republican hack. Like, yeah, I I don't get this one. I mean, like, look, if you said, "Hey, I'm a traditional Democrat in every single way, except I'm a skeptical of vaccines," maybe there's a market for that. You know, maybe there are some Democrats that were like, I don't. You but know, he was but, pushing like, some other like extreme right wing talking yeah. point. I had nothing to do with vaccines recently. Plus, like, all his supporters are far right Republicans. That's why I'm like, so, who is what, like. I don't, I don't get it. Like, who is this supposed to appeal to? And he yeah. looks crazy. He looks crazy these days. He literally this is like me cheering Mike Pence on. You know, I just yeah. like it because it creates shit in the Republican race. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that's he's not going to get anywhere. That's how we felt. That's how we felt with Trump in 2016. Yeah. the The good news is he's not going to get anywhere. He's not going to get on the ballot anywhere. He's not going to have the wherewithal to like. Especially like out the gate, you're being pushed by Michael Flynn and Steve Bannon and Roger Stone. It's like the better strategy would have been to to go for a third party because then you could peel away votes. But like he's not going to get on the Democratic ticket, you know, so it's it's just sucking oxygen out of the room. But like I said, the guy sounds first of all, he's always had this they call it like vocal fry. Yeah. Got the worst case. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. He's always sound like that. California. I'm Italian. <laughs> yeah, his voice is smooth as uh, arsenic. As <laughs> a uh, uh, fucking turpentine, you know? Yeah, right. You oh. know, I run a, You know, I want as president the smooth voice right. of Anne Ramsey from the Goonies. Yes, or Pat- Patty and Selma. That's why Patty and Selma. The, the, you know, it would be really soothing, a, a, a voice that would calm the nerves of the United States. Um, what's that guy's name? He's like this gay actor. He, he talks like this. Oh, um, uh, Harvey. Harvey. Firestein. Yeah. Firestein. Yeah, yeah. Firestein. Yeah, I remember that good. poor guy got so much shit because his name was close to Weinstein. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not Harvey Weinstein. He's great. He Wasn't yeah. he in Independence Day? Didn't he play? He was. Kirk? He's like, yeah. I need to call my right. <laughs> He was great. Yeah, that guy's awesome. But uh, I thought that was really funny though around that time to me too. He's like, I did not. Like, this is the yeah. first like real out actor. Like, he's like old. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not Harvey Weinstein. Stop <laughs> yes. sending me death threats. <laughs> That's great. He was he's great. A- he was in that Simpsons episode, real early one. He was like, yeah. He was like a, a, I forget if it, he was on Letterman a lot, but he was like a, he had a real kind of nice resurgence of popularity there for a little something. while. Uh, there was a reason for it too. I'm trying to think what it was. Because he appeared like people, people um, portrayed him on Saturday Night Live. John Lovitz played. John Lovitz played <laughs> Firestein. <laughs> yeah, John Lovitz played Firestein playing Lee Iacocca. <laughs> that was the <laughs> skit. That was the whole skit. It was and. And Harvey Fires, John Lovitz playing Harvey Firestein as Lee Iacocca was doing his whole shtick, trying to get people to buy Chryslers. Like, (laughs) 
Well, like I said, this guy's got extreme vocal fry, RFK. Yeah. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., I mean. And I don't know. The guy's just like a nut job. I, I, I just look at it and I'm like, again, you know, the, what do they say? Like, give away the game too quickly. The yeah. Right-wing, yeah. Extreme right wing chuds gave away the game very quickly at Robert Kennedy Jr. Because it's like the goal would be to get him in there and try to sell him as a normal Democrat. Right. To get actual maybe some legitimate Democrat to back him. But if you go out the gate with Roger Stone, Steve Bannon, yeah, come on. and all these right-wing chuds, you, I don't know, like I said, I don't get this. It, it seems like uh, yeah. this, like the Mary Williams thing, I, I say like, yeah, that's kind of a waste of time. But the Robert Kennedy thing is like, a, it's okay. bizarro. Yeah. Someone on Twitter, well, I'm going to move on to the next thing in one second. Someone on Twitter said something really funny. Is that because he appeals to? He's also like a QAnon nut too. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the, the JFK about, connection. Yeah. Well, the whole well, he also he's fallen into that. But the whole QAnon thing is like they think that JFK Jr. is alive. Yeah. So, or like I don't know. They have like weird things about the whole JFK assassination. It, it, it's like all part of the. It's like every conspiracy just. Yeah, it is. But someone should ask him. A legitimate person should ask him. If they think that his uncle, uh, no, it would be his cousin actually. JF, if if JFK Jr. is still alive, yeah, and if he isn't, and if he is, when's he gonna come back? Right. Yeah, that'd be a good answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he would try to ignore it, but right, yeah, those are the people he's like kind of deals with. Yeah, you know who his wife is? No, Cheryl Hines. To, uh, oh, I did know that. Yes. On, uh, Kirby Enthusiast. Yep. Yeah. That's all. That's always been a weird one because she uh, she was great on the early episodes of Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> all right. right. Speaking of, uh, well, <laughs> since we're talking about January 6th, one of the more interesting characters in January 6th yes. is a comedic actor who's been on Mr. Show, Sarah Silverman Show. I guess he he was on Arrested Development. Yeah. Jay Johnston? Yes, Johnston. And he was, uh, one of his more current roles was he was uh, (laughs) Jimmy Pesto on Bob's Burgers. Yep. He's just like one of these guys who, he was always great. I always thought he was great on Mr. Show. He had some of the best skits, like the mayor stirred, making fun of the whole promotion from 1984. And then one of the classic skits is the... uh, person who climbed uh i don't know what big mountain it is but uh is it saint helen or what is it what's the one in china the huge one? Oh, f- not fuji is it fuji no oh the, uh yeah um uh, it's in nepal uh yeah what is that it's not the himalayas it's a uh, um Everest. yes he climbed Mount Everest, and like that's the joke. But then he comes home. He's like, "I, I did it," and everything that, and, and like the parents are so happy. And they, they have this thimble collection, and he, tell, he's trying to retell the story. And he keeps falling back and knocking over the thimbles. First time he does it, the parents are like, "I will help." And then he does it, and then after putting up painstakingly putting back the thimble collection up, he tells the story again, and he falls back, knocks the whole thing, and the parents are like. And then, like the fourth time, keeps going. And then Bob Odenkirk's character, like, no, 
don't help him. It's like one of the funniest skits. It goes on. It's like, yeah, is it long? It's a long skit, but it goes on. But then, like, they find out they want to make a movie of his life. <laughs> the movie of his life is uh, he goes to the theater, and this takes place in like the twenties or whatever. Yeah, he's watching the movie, and also he's like being portrayed by like a fat boob, basically. <laughs> who makes him look like an idiot and he keeps falling back and <laughs> knocking the thimbles over and the thimbles keep raining on this guy. It's really funny. So he gets really upset. He's wearing these white gloves. He falls onto, he trips, he falls into the street and a car runs over his hands. Yeah. And big flat white. <laughs> and it's the, it, this, it's called like the story of Everest. And it, <clears throat> it is one of the funniest skits. He's, a, he's great. <laughs> He was great. He was great. He played a cop on. Uh, it's so funny. People were like, "Oh, that makes sense." Now that he was a January six, since he played a cop all the time. He nice. Played, he always played a cop. I'm like, you know, I don't think that's <laughs> okay. Whatever. But yeah, then remember after January six, like it was like a few days later, there's like a picture that got out of him. Yeah. He's got like mask kind of half on, and I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, Jay Johnson from right. And he, Bob's he, burgers. he was like removing Bob's burgers like pretty immediately after that. And I was like, how the how did this guy end up there? I'm like, he's like kind of been in these circles with like very like Sarah Silver, yeah, yeah, like very progressive, like comedic circles and everything. Right. I'm like, he must have just kept that shit to himself. And I don't know. Maybe the story of Everest got to him. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that's a weird one. So he, the news was that he finally, uh, after like, fuck, almost like two and a half years, right? I mean, uh, yeah. The DOG, DOJ charges Bob's Burger, rest development actor. No, Mr. Show Respect. Yeah. Jay Johnson, an actor who appeared. In many comedies, was arrested Wednesday and charged with felony obstruction of officers as well as several misdemeanors. Washington, a Hollywood actor, appeared on Mr. Show, Rest of the Bell, and Bob's Burgers, and Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy, yeah. has been arrested in California and charged in connection with January 6th. Jay Johnson faces charges of felony obstruction and officers during civil disobedience as disorder as well as several misdemeanor offenses. That's so funny. I, I follow that. Scott McFarlane account on Twitter, and they people are arrested all the time. Every couple of days, there's a new arrest. Well, like Charlottesville, for years, you would find new people get arrested. Yeah, in Charlottesville. I mean, it was a fucking crime. January six was a crime. It's like yeah. it wasn't a protest. It was a legit crime. And yeah. uh, there's another one. Michael Graves. He was the former singer of the Misfits. I'm yeah. like, fucking there. Did he get arrested yet? I'm like, oh, look that up. I don't think he has. I think I would have heard that. Um. Yeah, he was the the singer right after Danzig, wasn't he? I just don't understand though how all these people are getting arrested. But like, look at guys like Alex Jones were there. How come they weren't arrested for that shit? Well, they probably they probably didn't do anything, you know. Um, well, this one's from March thirtieth, two thousand twenty-one. It says punk rock singer, punk rock singer, my ass could yeah. be witness in Proud Boy USA U.S. Capitol riots case. Um, nothing new. Uh, yeah, I don't see anything new. Everything, uh, May, uh, March 16, 2023. Federal prosecutors warn court of potential deluge of January 6th charges. Right. He said in the letter, oh, former, uh, this is from March 20th, 2023. Former Misfits singer testifies at Proud Boy trial. 
Oh, maybe he uh, he ended up fucking. Ugh. Oh yeah, um, informing or something. He was called as a defense witness by the attorney for Proud Boy Ethan Nordian. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, fuck that guy. I know yeah. people who know that guy, so I'm always like, Ugh. yeah. He uh for years he he ran like a punks uh conservapunk.com or whatever. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, do you it's funny? Okay, so speaking of punk and everything like that, um across the spider-verse, uh spoilers. There's a character called Spider Punk. And he literally goes on like this whole thing about like smashing fascism and all that huh. and all these people are like pissed off and they're like what do you think punk rock is supposed to be right yeah punk rock is leftist i mean yes there's a yeah. bunch of fascist fucks that try to take punk but no it is at heart a leftist movement yeah yeah so I, sure. I think it's funny these people's like reacting to yeah he you gotta watch it his character's great he, he said i don't remember like the full lines or anything like that but he says all oh, this thing is about like destroying capitalism and like smashing fascism and yeah stuff. my daughter wants to see the movie i think we might try to catch it this weekend you should it's really good yeah i've heard it's great yeah um yeah. um let's see so t- t- tucker well speaking of fascists <laughs> uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, I guess like earlier this week, uh, what was announced? People know that Twitter was gonna like, yes, like they're gonna have uh, Tucker on, give him a show. Yeah, Tucker came out and said, My new show is gonna be on Twitter. And then Elon Musk is like, We're so glad to have Tucker's new show on Twitter. And then, like, an hour later, Elon sent out a tweet that was like, just to be clear, we're not like hosting twi- his show, nor are we like liable for his content. But we're glad to have him on the platform. You know, he, he kind of yeah. like you could tell I don't he kind of responsibility for whatever horrible things he says. He was looking over like the Dominion lawsuit and like, mm, yeah, well. <laughs> so the funny uh, thing, so yeah. there was a bunch of like lying shitheads who said that like he had way more uh, viewers than he really did. Yes. And a lot of people brought up and said that like it looked like shit and without the Fox News glitz, clearly they add a lot to it. Without yeah. that, he and I guess he really went full on anti-Semitic during this thing, too, from what I heard. That's what I heard. I heard it was all about like um uh anti-Semitism and UFO conspiracy stuff. Yeah, what I heard. Really? But basically, yeah. He so had a guy, is- a whistleblower on who said that like we the government has aliens. Alien Jews. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, of their persuasion, but uh, aliens. So, is Judaism a persuasion? No. Well, no. I mean, you can. It it can be either like an ethnicity, or it can be a religion. I mean, like you can. You can. (laughs) Like, (laughs) trying to think of the words to. But yeah. Anyway, so Uh, um, they're all Jews, aliens. The, it was the Jews in Space from oh, History from of the World Mel Part Gibson, 1. From uh, yeah. Mel Brooks. Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel Brooks. Yeah, my, uh, right. Uh, yeah, it was like, uh, <coughs> you know, in the Star Wars Cantina? Yes. They're all Jews. Yeah. All well, of them. Especially that one with the horns on the head. <laughs> oh, God. Remember that guy? Yeah. He's a rabbi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jewish, guys. I can make these jokes. Joseph made this joke. 
Mm. I mean, I can't do anything about it. He's like <laughs> miles away from me, but I would be, not be happy with it. Well, it would be a, a Shonda. I did, I did. I did see that he he got pretty anti-Semitic. Uh, got pretty anti-Semitic. Um, and now that I'm I, off of that Jew Fox station, <laughs> I could get real anti-Semitic. But I saw um, too that Fox put a sent out a restraining order against him, right? Like yeah, a well, the joke he has like a, you know, he was fired, but I guess like he's supposed to collect like twenty five million dollars or whatever. Yeah. But, it means they're going to be off the air for like two fucking years right. or something like that. And he's basically, oh, and the other joke too is like the set, I guess he had in his house was all Fox owned. So they came and picked all that shit up. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, give that back. Or we're sending people over. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I guess so his big Twitter show is probably, is pretty much probably done, right? Or he'd be like, unless he doesn't want his, uh... I'm sure there's more to it than just collecting money. I'm sure there's like, he could be sued. I guarantee yeah. that's the big part is he can be sued. That's right. what happened to Conan O'Brien. When Conan O'Brien was removed as the Tonight Show host, yeah, and when they did that whole bullshit, put Leno back in so then they could give it to Fallon eventually, right? Really want to do. They did the scheme, NBC did the scheme to get rid of Conan. And uh, like the fucked up thing, remember they gave like Leno had his own show before, like a new show that was. It was like a 10 p.m. Uh, slot, and then you'd have awful like awful too. It like it's totally, so stupid. It was stupid, and it like took away from the Tonight Show, and it was just a scummy thing they did. It was like such a scummy thing they did. The yeah, I really and liked. He, like I didn't really like him, but I liked Leno before. I saw him perform stand up live a few times, and Leno was actually man. pretty good. What? when jay leno yeah when he gosh i guess it would have been the late 80s that's a long fucking time ago you're making it sound like last week oh no no i i'm saying before all this happened i had a good opinion of leno and i had seen him do stand-up uh i had seen him do um like different you know bits here and there and then he took over the tonight show and i was like yeah he's he's funny he's like a little milk screwed over letterman or something but like but yeah he well letter yeah there was that letterman had been wanting the tonight show forever and then uh he thought he had a deal to get it and then cb uh well leno was doing lots of uh subbing in right because freaking the joke was that but so was joan rivers and so much time off yeah i don't know but anyway like the permanent guest host at the time yeah well, whatever. Uh, Tucker Carlson is no that, one. Going back to that was Conor Bryan, when he was removed, could not do anything for like a year. Right, yeah. He didn't have a show. He went on like a tour and stuff like that, but he could not, like, because another network would have hired him immediately. So that's kind of like almost what's going on. And I think Conan did get a huge payout. So it's like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they basically froze dollars. him. They yeah. They said, you have to honor your contract. You're going to get all this money, but you are not going to compete against us. Yeah. So, I mean, it th- that happens. And uh, that's the same thing with Tucker. And it's just funny. Like I said, it's like, you know, all these jackasses were like, he'll be more stronger out of Fox. You haven't seen the last of him, brother. He is, his voice will reach millions yeah. more. It's like, though, no, it, no. it will become narrower. And actually, in this case, it won't at all. It's because like Glenn Glenn Beck, you know. Being Glenn Black. Glenn Gen Black. Garbage Bell Kid. 
Glenn Bleck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he'll have an audience. I mean, don't get me wrong, but he, I mean, he's gonna have no okay, more of an Fox audience. Numbers, Not yeah, even close. Right. Like a, a Fox News fart gets more. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, I mean, when you told me what it, I remember we were talking about, it, I thought maybe he had millions of subscribers. He told me it was only like a couple hundred thousand. I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it's YouTubers that have more subscribers. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Well, um, yeah. Well, Tucker Carlson's a piece of shit anyway. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, I just think it's funny. And again, I think this is it's funny because it's another Elon Musk failure. Oh, yeah. It really yeah. is. It is, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, I it it doesn't seem like Elon Musk has a real good, clear plan for how to make money on Twitter. Well, again, the, I the, think. The, go ahead, sir. Well, the real answer is that there's not the the thing that makes Twitter useful and popular is that it's free, and when you start charging for parts of it, then it's not going to be useful or popular. So. And the the people only people that are supposedly paying for it are like chuds. Yeah, and it's it's because it's really is it's always been a toxic place. It's particularly toxic now though. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we got we have two two kind of co related items to. We should to talk about the uh, what do you think? Flat Earther first or UFOs? Yeah, we can do Flat Earther. Yeah, because um, UFOs. This woman, Candice. Okay, her name is Candice Taylor. And she was a governor, uh, gubernatorial candidate in Georgia, and she's currently a district chair. Um, and so about a month or two ago, she was on a podcast, and her big theory was that, like, that you ever wonder why there are so many globes and all the schools have globes, and they Globe try to propaganda? she thought that NASA. Uh, had purchased these globes and kind of flooded the market with them to support their theory that the Earth is a sphere. They never had globes back in like 400 years ago. Nope, never. Right. And so she's a she's a flat earther, you know? And, I didn't um, believe that these people exist. Like I said, I remember like years ago when that woman on The View yeah. was asked about if the Earth was flat and she was like, Wait, came up with her and Whoopi and this woman. I forgot her name. This I know who you're talking about. She and she said like I don't know or I don't, I don't have know Whoopi. And then she gave this weird answer about like a, she's just trying to feed her kids. And there's such an odd answer. It's like it's either the world is flat or not. Yeah, I don't yeah. care feeding your kids. That that should not get that answer should not get in the way with you trying to like right. take care of your children. <laughs> like if anything, if you don't have an answer if the world's flat, I don't think you're taking care of your kids either. Yeah, I mean it's. it's it was like the weirdest fucking thing, and it should have been the end. That woman should have been fired that fucking day. Yeah, they should have just announced that they parted ways with this as lady, and we have a new person coming on the view in a week. Like it was just bananas. And then, I, and I never, I always thought that was insane. I was like, wait, there's people in this day and age. I, don't yeah. know, I went to public school, and we were taught. I remember in elementary school, we were taught about how the world was round, and that it wasn't until like the 1400s that, like, you know. That it became like it was like illegal to say the world was yeah. not round. I mean, the world was round. It was like a sin to say that. Yep. And I was like, well, I was like five hundred years ago. You know, I was like five, six, like come a long way. And I figured like that was like a kind of a resolved issue. The world is round. There's enough uh, 
proof over the centuries to prove it. Uh, there was proof even before that because other societies knew the world was round. Um, I was shocked. I couldn't believe that that was like that someone could think that in this day and age. Yeah. Like, you clearly did. Did you go to school? Like, did you? Did anyone in your life tell you something right? Like, I couldn't believe it. It, and I- it is bizarre. I mean, like, I I get like okay, like intellectually, I get saying like, hey, the Earth to me appears flat from where I stand, you know. And I also get the idea that, like, hey, it is a good idea to question, um, you know, question things. You know, it's a good quality to have to be curious and a little contrarian. But, like, the, there are some basic facts that you just have to agree on to be, like, a competent human living in the modern world. You know, like, you should agree that, like, the Earth is a sphere. You know, when right? I, uh, where I live in Colorado, we're surrounded by uh, mountains. And yeah. where I live, they're kind of further away. I could see them pretty good, uh, depending on where I am on the street and everything like that. If it's a high point or whatever. And I know for a fact the world is round because the mountains get like bigger as I yeah. go closer to, right. but not just like they don't just get bigger because I'm getting closer. It's more like they're revealing themselves more to me. Yeah. From the top. I- the bottom i start seeing the bottom more as opposed to just the peak. exactly and, and the world is round it's stupid i have even if i had access to a super high powered telescope that could see like the surface of the moon or whatever if i pointed it to colorado from where i'm at i couldn't see those mountains because the earth curves right yeah. like <laughs> they're not in a, on a linear plane where i could see them easily from even like, if i had super good eyesight when I lived in, when I was a kid and I lived in Long Island, we'd go to John's Beach. My parents said, if you look in the distance, you can see the Twin Towers and the Empire State Building. And mm. it was like a good, like 30 something miles away. And the reason why I could see them was because they're tall as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I, I, I couldn't see the, the, the four story apartment. I could see the Twin Towers and the Empire State Building because they were thousands of feet tall. Well, this this stupid. Yeah, this actually combines really well um, with the well, second half. Well, I'm mean, gonna just yeah, I, yeah. the the people that believe in flat Earth and the people that believe, you know, that the FBI is compromised or this or that are the same people that are perfectly willing to believe in UFOs. And also are willing to believe that the FBI has concrete proof that Biden is a committed. Clump, right? Yeah, right. And it's not their their a world clothing. narrative is makes no clothing? their world narrative makes no sense because on one hand they're like, well, the FBI has proof that Biden is a criminal, and on the other hand they're like, well, the FBI is clearly incompetent and doesn't know what they're doing. And Biden outsmarted this again, yet he's also got dementia. And uh, that that, he, that brain rotten dementia, yeah, and has tricked us again. <laughs> and they're also the ones that are like, well, the Earth is clearly uh, flat, and there's, and there's an underground uh, sex dungeon, in right, place in a pizza place. But there's also like the government is so competent. And the universe is so vast that they've 
discovered UFOs and have successfully hidden them from us for like 50 years. Like none of these things make sense together. Well, like you know? If we had that, what technology, wouldn't we want to reverse engineer the technology? Yeah. I mean, like I just, like, I why mean, like, would you hide that? Like, what well, like, like that would benefit lots of people, not just, I mean, like, yeah, the uber rich, but like, I'm not, just... yeah, I'm, I don't believe this at all, but let, let, I think the theories might be that like, look, when I was a kid, Star Trek tricorders were the thing of fantasy. And then all of a sudden we have the iPhone, which is even better than a tricorder. Clearly a UFO crashed and we took their information. You know I mean? Like that's their theories that like the iPhone is the, is that tech or, you know, the electric car is that tech. Like, or, that's so stupid. Cause it's like, if you just pay attention to how computers were and how they've been moving for the past, like yeah. 30 years, the iPhone is a perfect, yeah. evolution of where computers were going. Right. And why and, we have that out the gate? Oh, you know, we don't want society to get we gotta roll it out slowly. Oh shut the fuck up. I, a, I just think too a lot of these people that like are super UFO believers or flat earthers or you know whatever, they're all like also super religious. And yeah, it's not dawned on them because that, it's, yeah it's that a, it's a it's the end of God. You know you, yeah a, you I know, never the end of of like earth-based religions like okay so aliens come here and land well did did christ die on their planet for their sins i mean like how, i mean how did yeah that... like did they have a did they have a super christ Is yeah christ or like what happened like are they can they go to heaven good can they can they i remember uh Years ago, uh, I was working on this job, and was, we were all were reading the same. Like Jim Lee was doing, like a Superman comic. Yeah, it came out at the time, and it was like a storyline. And I remember in the comic, and I was talking to these people about it. And I said, like, like Superman's like talking to a priest, and I was yeah. like, like this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, if you have a world where Superman exists, they ain't no fucking god anymore. It's oh. Superman. There's no god. It, it, yeah. Everything you know. Because he's a fucking alien from another planet, and he can he can juggle, he can move a mountain. There's no did, such thing as God anymore. Did it, you ever see um, Contact? That movie Contact. Yeah, to read? I liked yeah. it. I remember the ending being a little disappointed just because I yes. was aliens, and it just was a a, a vision of her dad because you may yeah. process what. Yeah. Well, the the big one of the big subplots of that was the Matthew Con- Contact. Sorry. <laughs> The Matthew McConaughey character was a priest, yeah. or a pastor, or whatever. Yep. And that was like a big subplot of the book: is that like, well, doesn't this mean that religion is done? You know, and and he was like, no, religion can of course coexist. And it was like, it was a really good book, and the movie you have like moral morals and everything, but everything you know about like what is perceived as a spiritual being kind of gets a little tossed out the window in some well, way it definitely puts it in a different perspective it definitely sure. changes the how you know the creationist theory i actually the one thing i like about the content i didn't read the book but what i liked about the movie was how an a re- religious extremist domestic terrorist yeah first because there's two of them you find out the yeah. second one later that they made in japan but the first one was it's like they basically voted for uh who would be on it and of course the guy who is willing to accept that there's a god or he'll bring god to space or some bullshit he he's the one who wins and he ends up getting killed because that religious extremist blew it up well that's the thing that that was a big thing in the book and in the movie is that the religious extremists did not want 
to to find anything out about aliens. They they were threatened by it. Well, they're threatened by it. That's why I said, like, I haven't talked about this on the podcast before. I said religious people have to uh religions have to adapt in some ways to current times. The map, even if they deny it, that's why it's like, you know. Jurassic Park movies come out now. It's like yeah. well, we have to acknowledge that there were dinosaurs for decades. We say no, dinosaurs <laughs> didn't exist. They were fit, right? You know, I heard like God put them in there to test our faith or some bullshit. But then the Jurassic Park movies are super popular and people love dinosaurs too much. They look too cool. Then it's yeah. like, oh well, uh, yeah, there were like some dinosaurs in the Bible. I There's think a few. Look at this There's bastard. like six of them. <laughs> it's like, and they they would uh they would do the dishwasher and then the <laughs> them and they would say. It's a living, right? <laughs> you know, they they'd be a toilet. Triceratops would would push the car for you. You know, they yeah, it's a living. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's like the same thing we talked about last week. We we're talking about those MAGA rappers, and it, it was like the people was like, "Why are these like th- guys who look like thugs a lot? Like, how are these guys conservative? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's, it's just, just how conservatives have to like." adapt to they have to have their own version of things yeah they still have to have their rappers as well they have to have like it's a joke yeah well back to the flat earth lady real quick yeah and then i'll talk about ufos for a bit and we'll wrap this up the well blair erk scene or whatever she like did a whole thing mocking her yes yeah maybe got mad or whatever or people legitimately thought that she was her or something right but so what is and the funny thing is it's always revealed that like these flat earthers or anti-globalists something like that they end up they're all a bunch of like anti-semites yeah they, they all believe that there's like a conspiracy of these this elder society of of you know jewish overlords yeah. uh it's just it's great i mean it's they all follow the same trope it's a uh it's the same story over and over again with new props, you know, UFOs. What's versus... his face? Uh, the guy who uh, has gone away for, we'll see if he ever comes back. The all gas, no breaks guy. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we watched that documentary on Netflix years ago about the uh, flat earthers and they made it yeah. out to be just like these fucking grifting goofballs, but he attended those things too. And one thing the documentary didn't capture or, I don't know if they chose not to capture it, was how incredibly anti-Semitic these fucking people are. Yeah. Because he said he would attend those flat earth conventions and go to it. And he said, any one of these month, these people you would talk to, if you let them talk for a couple of minutes, yeah, they'd they start going off about globalists and, Judea- and Jews. And yeah, they'll society. circle back around to that eventually. It's literally like a globe. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so then the UFO thing, the other day I was like, I'm on like Twitter and I let's see UFO. So I see what's true. Yeah, yeah. We're like Bob blah blah or Bob <laughs> Lazar or whatever was right. Do you know who Bob Lazar is? He's some like UFO yeah. guy or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. Bob blah blah from uh Resident Evil. No, it's not Bob blah blah. No. It's uh, yeah. was like he was right, he was right. And I'm like, right about well, what why did the whole UFO thing come up would they claim there's some proof or something well there's there's now a, a whistleblower like a 37 year old uh person uh who was I, 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 I want to say this, a, my eyes just completely yeah. rolled in the back of my skull I think it's a uh UF uh Air Force pilot 
said that the the is it that guy who says aliens and his hair is like really high up he yeah. said no he said that uh the government has retrieved crashed extraterrestrial vehicles with their passengers i think it That's was the- that uh millennium falcon uh <laughs> uh what do you call it the they made the what are those things the drones they made yeah. like a Millennium falcon drone like uh five oh, years Lord. ago when, like four the first oh, yeah. came out like a big one that yeah well, look, I like I said, I I don't have any problem believing in extraterrestrial life. I don't think we'll ever see it or know it. You know, if we ever do, I think it'll be a disaster for us. But, yeah, um, we'll make great pets. As yeah, the, uh, right. Porno for pyros. Yeah, uh, we'll make great pets, dude. Like, well, also, I mean, a- it's just anytime there's ever been two civilizations meet, one of them gets decimated by germs. You know, like. Well, wasn't the, that in uh fucking what do you call that uh, war of world? the worlds yeah like uh, yeah. at the end of the day they the aliens got they got they opened up like the hatch and they immediately died or something by like the common cold yeah although it's just as likely that we would be the ones that would die of an alien virus they would bring some fucking weird yeah their existence would just bring some virus yeah some disease or illness that we have no immunity for, and it might be like a relatively mild thing for them. Isn't that crazy when, like, all this awesome, like, science, like, stuff we want, science fictional stuff, like, gets destroyed by, like, reality? Like, oh, the idea of, like, space travel sounds great, but then you realize, like, our bones are made, right? Our bones rely on the Earth gravity, and that if we were out in space for too long, we would, like, We'd become jello. We would be- like it would just like then they say like uh the guy who's the senator of Arizona, his brother, they were oh, both yeah. astronauts, but I guess his brother was in space longer or whatever. Yeah, he's shrunk. He's now an inch shorter than his brother <laughs> because of just being in space like six to eight months longer or something. Yeah. It's they crazy. Constantly work out, not just because they want to be fit, but because they don't want like to make sure that like their bones don't and muscles don't yeah or whatever it's just funny that like these you know and and one of the biggest um the dumbest thing about the flat earth people back to them is that the reality is is that if if the earth was flat someone pointed out said the way our gravity is that everything would just rush to the center yeah rush to the center if it was a flat plane yeah and we we've said this before. They if it's a flat dome or whatever, that's why they they'll then again they try to evolve their bullshit. Like the reason why it feels like it is a curve because it's a flat dome, meaning like, and it's like what? What do we live on? Uh, a snow globe. No, what about, uh, what's the planet or whatever Thor comes from? Uh, oh, uh, Ragnarok. No, not no, not Ragnarok. Oh, um, Valhalla, right? No. God damn it. You're supposed to know these things. Thor. I, uh, Thor right, lives right. on Asgard. I, I oh, Asgard. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Asgard's like flat. And right. show, like, yeah, because it's not real. <laughs> if the Earth was flat, the edges of the Earth would be the biggest tourist of the tra- yeah. Oh, they won't let you. Right. They, it's... they won't let you. They. Who do you mean they? You know who they are. Yeah, you know <laughs> with their space lasers. Are these spy things, Woody Allen is what they and are. their protocols. Their pro- protocols of Zion. What? <laughs> what are you saying? 
Uh, then, wow. Oh, God. I remember when I was living in Chico, California. I think I might have told this. It was like almost mm. like a joke. Uh, I think I told, I had some boss and he said something like incredibly anti Semitic to me. And I ended up calling him out like the next. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But like, I remember like being like, oh my God, what the fuck? I couldn't believe it. And I was like walking around town. There was like a bookstore and in front of the bookstore. Oh, shit. I had a copy of the Protocols of Zion. You I'm mentioned like, that. Yeah. God. I was like, where the fuck am I living? You know, Man. like it was the worst feeling ever. It was like, it's like, oh, come on. Why is this happening now? Like, right. it's, it's funny. It's like, it's almost Jeez. like a joke, you know? Uh, but yeah. I, I hate the whole UFO shit. I think it's all bullshit. I think people who push it, it's like yeah. crap. I mean, like you said, if there's fucking aliens, like you said, we'll be decimated by their fucking germs. Yeah. Like, the pets. Dude, they might not. You know what? They're, we'll be like evaporated. They'll send down like some fucking like machine that would just cull the planet. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. You it's know, so. Stupid. Then they get a like, the crayons or <laughs> right like no they're not gonna do that they're gonna be like all right let's train let's <laughs> suck all the water out of the atmosphere yeah That's what we came for thank you Oof. dehydrate Oof. the planet in like a matter of like 10 minutes like we want they're gonna be shit dude it's gonna right. suck <laughs> i don't know i'm so it's so weird we want like the Star Wars Cantina. We want, yeah, yeah. But I don't. Uh, I yeah, I'm I'm happy with not having aliens. Like if I existed seems... in the world that already had aliens and like yeah, sure. not just aliens, but like different societies, like from other planets, and we can travel different planets, I would be like okay with that because that's how my life is, and I, that's right. what I know. But the idea of like aliens coming down like if no. it's like a movie like and it was like interacting and be terrifying yeah fucking marjorie taylor green talk to an <laughs> alien my god the world would explode right Ugh. like you know what i'm saying like imagine yeah, yeah. Like, you have to send the dumbest person to talk to them lauren bobert had this to say about the orcrellians <laughs> Yeah. Well, they think uh, they're so smart that they flew here, but do they know what it how to make a good brisket? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Plus, but, someone said that yeah. there's no way that any of this exists because if there was proof of aliens or anything like that, there's no way Donald Trump wouldn't have revealed it already. That's what you know. That's was the funniest thing was. I remember when Donald Trump became president, the one thing I would hear from yeah. nuts is they really believe because Trump has no, not, it's not like, oh, do they support him? I don't know if they did. They just, fig, they just figured that he, because he I, didn't give a shit and he didn't follow any of the rules and, he's, and, he, and he is an idiot and couldn't control himself, that he would leak the, who killed JFK. Yep. He would leak the Area 51 thing. I think that's that was an accurate assumption, and I think there was nothing there to leak. So, or if there was, they're probably like, "Well, the character I play on TV, a Donald Trump, <laughs> yeah, the real person would be like, well, I'm not going to tell these people this, yeah, true, because that is a silly character I play, right, <laughs> for dumbasses, 
Uh, you don't wear big, long, goofy reds <laughs> and big, dumb pans and have dumb hair. That's a, uh, a, a character that I've been playing for the past 40 years of a wretched cartoon. <laughs> when uh, he dies, that's what the that should be the thing. The man who played the character of Donald Trump has passed away. Right, yeah. Actually, someone said that when Stan Lee died, the onion put that out. So the person <laughs> who played the character Stan Lee has passed away. That's great. <laughs> was that kind of a character. Oof. All right, well. All right. I got nothing else to say to you. Nah, and we have next week off, so we'll be catching right. up on some TV and some news, and we'll be back at it in two weeks. The uh, I just want to let you know I just was I was contacted by the <laughs> newer crons. Okay. And, um, the uh, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> they said all your bases are belong to us. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> you know what that's from, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I've it like seen a poorly the meme. translated video game. Yes. Oh, your that'd be actually amazing if that aliens came down. And that was the thing they said was all your bases are yeah. to us. There would be a couple of like 30, 40 year olds, like kind of just kind of going like, huh? <laughs> how did we get fried? It'd be like a little right. giggle. <laughs> it's actually kind of. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> yep. The dumbest way possible. All right. Well, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that. Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, please like, comment, share, and if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGO, Facebook, YSGO, and Twitter, YSGO. Thank you, and have a great day.